That's right. It's a free for all Friday. Welcome to cancel this cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. We've got pro Joe in the house. Uh, big show today. Free for all Friday. Eric will be in a little bit later. Uh, Kelly Mano, social media star is going to be in during the nine o'clock hour. Um, she is a part of stray rescue and she is massively involved with kitties. Kevin has given us permission to allow the kitties in here as long as they're in their cage and they're kept under control and then when we're done we got to get them back out of here right because i i have kitties myself but you can't let kitties run free because then it'll smell like cat pee oh dear god Ugh. yeah can't afford that no anyway we'll get uh to that plus she's got videos her behind the scenes videos from kiss the other night kiss was very very happy with the job that she did promoting them remember they hired her they called her out of the blue and said kelly mano you're a superstar Will you promote KISS for us? She's like, sure, I've never met him. So I've seen that video. We'll get into her as well. Um, a seven-foot alien attacking people in Peru. That's what villagers are saying. It's a free-for-all Friday. We'll get into that. 820, Terry O'Neill in studio to tell us about hauntings, I guess, near a rectory, St. Charles Borromeo, and yes. a bed and breakfast. But first, let's bring Kevin on in here when you get a chance. Uh, Pro Joe, can you bring Kevin in when you get a chance? Um, so we got all that coming up on the show today. We'll talk just a little bit of politics. Um, we US, can't get away from it. U.S. Yeah, U.S. Air, uh, U.S. fighter jets mm -hmm. bombed uh, basically an ammunition depot for Syria that yeah. allegedly terrorists were using. Um, if that doesn't put us in the middle of a war, I don't know what mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. um, you fire those missiles, and boom, that stuff happens. We'll get into that. Uh, Biden's. Ratings when the Democratic Party fell 10 points in one month. 10 points. And I thought everything was set up for him perfect. Oh, we've got a war now for you to be strong. Oh, now we've got a situation where there was a horrible shooting, a mass shooting. Now you can bring on your talking points because nobody wants to see anybody get shot. So then he can look strong in that way too. Still drop 10 points. We'll get into that. Uh, crazy story because it is free for all Friday. Uh, recently, if you didn't see, there was an airline's flight and everybody's flown on an airplane or most people have. There was a pilot who disrupted the flight, um, legitimately turned the engines off because he was, I guess, hallucinating. That's my way of describing it. We'll see. Uh, long story short, all was good in the end, but apparently he said he had taken psychedelic mushrooms. But there's nobody who knows more about planes, who knows more about the auto industry that we know. And of course, that's the owner at Strategic Air Services. You can catch him at strategicairservices.net. Owner Kevin Malutnik joining us in the studio. Kevin, uh, good morning. Always glad we can just pull you in as you try to get a workout in. Yeah. You good work morning. more hours than anybody I know. Mm -hmm. I think I work a lot and you're still working when I'm done. Um, we pull you in. Thank you for your time. This is a bizarre situation. We needed an expert. You're an expert. Break down the situation and, and how serious this was. So he he's a captain for the airline and uh, was riding jump seat, as many of them do. It's the only people allowed in the cockpit these days uh, to get a free ride to his next flight. And uh, I guess was on mushrooms and decided that uh, he wanted to shut the engines down. He did what we call blow the fire bottles, pull the fire extinguishers on the engines to flame them out. And um, the crew, if you listen to the tape, the crew was calm as a cucumber. I haven't heard. Oh. They're trained to be calm, right? Yeah, but when somebody's shutting your engines down and mm -hmm. it's another pilot and you're trying to get out of the cockpit, 
uh, you need to listen to the tape. Um, they. Oh my they, god! I guess it'd be impossible because he's all strapped in, right? Yeah. And it's not like it's some big luxury bus where it's easy right. to get people in and out. But but it just brings up a lot of points, and the major point is. All pilots have to have what's called a first-class medical. There's three classes of medical, depending on what kind of pilot you are. And airline pilots have to have a first-class medical. They check your heart. They check your blood pressure. They check all the medications you're on. They do a, a hearing test, a sight test. They do absolutely nothing for any type of psychological testing. Mm. The FAA actually doesn't even do drug testing. That's up to the company. <laughs> wow. So, you know, to, I've had pilots in the past, and this is where you have to choose where you fly. Um, I've had pilots in the past that have had dementia. If they, if it's not um, uh, reported by their doctor that they've been diagnosed or, or on medication or something by dementia, there's nothing to test. Same thing with narcolepsy. Years ago, I had a pilot that had narcolepsy, and he would fall asleep. Oh my gosh! Uh, I just and if it's not diagnosed by their doctor, there's no testing uh, that takes place by the FAA um, medical examiner. And I think that's something I've been talking about this for a long time. I think that's something that needs to change. Um, first class medicals are way too easy to get, and there needs to be some more stringent rules on on pilots because it really puts owners of airlines and mm -hmm. luxury and private companies like you own really between a rock and a hard place. I don't know what, wh what you could do. It does because it's hard if you know there's something there. I mean, I had a pilot, you know, years ago that would fly and, and the other pilots started complaining about him. They would get into the rental car to go to the hotel and he'd forget where he was going. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's or scary. he would get a radio call. He would be flying right seat. He'd get a radio call and forget what they said. The, um, the, the situation, was that early? Was that over the weekend? I believe so. So what happens to this pilot now? Well, right now they've... Because uh, I didn't see that he was fired. Oh, yeah. They, oh, they, he was fired immediately? They charged him with okay. 85 counts of attempted murder. One for each person One on the plane? One for each person, and I think 85 counts of something else. I forgot. I, I just, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Do you think this has happened more times than... Mm -hmm. I don't think this, this has happened or you would hear about it, but I'm right. sure I, I will almost guarantee there's many, many pilots out there that shouldn't be flying for psychological reasons. And there's no real way to there's test right zero now. zero testing. There's zero uh, federal aviation regulations that they enforce. Now, they say you can't be on drugs, you've got to be healthy, but if you can get a first-class medical, which is fairly easy to get... Um, you know, you can fly. Mm -hmm. That is so scary thinking that you're sitting on a plane and you want to trust the pilot up front. And it's not even just the pilot. It's somebody in the jump seat that was sleeping and puts the whole plane at risk. That's scary. Yeah, it's very scary. Um, we're very careful with who we hire and we do a lot of background on them. And, um, you know, but the airlines, if they check a box, they're yeah. in. So they were able to, real quick, they were able to get him out of the seat. Got him out. I guess uh, from what you can hear on the radio, um, somebody handcuffed him in the back to a seat in the uh, cabin somewhere. Damn. Yeah. Projo was telling us there's different strains of mushrooms, just like there is marijuana. So I guess. Who knows? And 
I know it's only speculation at this point. The guy said he was up for three straight days. It wasn't because he was working. I immediately said, okay, he's doing some other kind of hardcore drug right. to keep him up for three days. Yep. Yeah. And that's in, that's nothing that you or airlines can control either. Well, I mean, you do control crew rest. Yeah. You can only fly so many hours and mm-hmm. you have to have so much time on the ground or, or something, but there's nothing to enforce it. Um, and I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm not a drug testing expert, but. Um, whenever we would send people out for drug tests, I don't know that they test for psychedelic drugs. Damn. And so, I think, to be honest with you, psychedelic drugs only stay in your system. I mean, if you're on them, it'll it'll be in your system. However, they're in, only in your system until you... Come off of it? Right. And, well, no, it's just like eating food. It, it, I heard it was it like six to eight hours. Is that... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it literally goes straight through your system like, like food. Right. Interesting. Did you uh, uh, did you hear this? That he even tried to maybe open the door after he was handcuffed. No, I didn't hear that. <sighs> Some, that somebody just asked us to ask you that question. And somebody was that, asking Kevin. too. Do the, do we not have air marshals on any of the planes? This anymore? one did not have an air marshal. We do have air marshals on, yeah. on airlines, mm-hmm. but they're not on every flight. No, it's Got fascinating. It. Every time we talk uh, airline with you, because it seems like there's nothing that you don't know. You've been involved with this your entire life since you were a kid. Uh, can you, before we let you go, can you tell everybody about Strategic again? Uh, if you guys are looking for any positions yeah. to hire, and we're we're always running our ads for you on a daily basis and talking about um, luxury flying, private flying. I've I've ran into different people here who said, "Oh yeah, I'm flying out for work here. My company flies me here. It flies me there. It it, it beats." Having to stand in TSA, we get more done with our business by doing that. Absolutely. It's a time machine. Um, yes, we are hiring. We're looking for pilots, uh, always, um, that are not on <laughs> yeah, psychedelic drugs. <laughs> right. um, we also are looking for line service personnel, the guys that tow the airplanes in and out. We'll be fueling the airplanes, uh, handling, supporting the, the trips. Um, we're actively looking for multiple people there as well. All right, uh, strategicairservices.net's the best place to do it, right? That's it. All right, let them know you heard Kevin on cancelthisshow.com. Kevin, thank you for the update on that. That is scary. Thanks. Every time I, if I get on a plane, I'm like looking now going, oh my God. I guess would it be rude to walk up to the pilot and say, are you on shrooms? I would. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, thanks again, man. Have a great weekend. Have a good day. Kevin Malutnicki is the owner of Strategic Air Services at strategicairservices.net. Getting an update on what happened with that pilot, which was just bizarre. Um, yeah, he's been charged, as Kevin said, 85 counts. Wow. And that uh, would make sense. He could have killed 85 murder. people. Yeah, no, he could have. I mean, it's Alaska Airlines, by the way. It was an Alaska Airlines plane mid-flight. It happened Sunday where he basically had a, a nervous breakdown. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit scary. Well, it is cancel this, cancel the show.com. It is a Friday. Terry's in the studio. Hi, Terry. When you come, just walk in and you can stand up or sit down, whatever you want to do when you come in. It is a free for all paranormal Friday. Um, we have stories. We get off the beaten path a little bit. That's what we do on Fridays. We don't talk as much politics as we normally do. Um, we try to have a little fun. Um, Halloween's coming up Tuesday. On Fridays, we've been talking about some ghost stories. And Terry is a listener. She heard it last week. She heard us sharing some of the stories that we have had and that people have had when it came to haunted houses, when it came to spirits, when it came to maybe personal experiences that they've had. And Terry's like, well, I've got a story. And I was like, Lizzie, 
That's mm-hmm. a damn good story. It is. <laughs> I can't like, wait to hear it. Lizzie's like, man, we got to get that on. So we bring Terry in today to talk about that because it is Friday. Uh, still to come to Kelly Mano in the nine o'clock hour. She's bringing kittens in. She wants to find homes for. She's with um, uh, a stray rescue. Plus her behind the scenes video with Kiss. She was at the Kiss concert in the St. Louis area two days ago. Um, the handlers from Kiss contacted Kelly. They're like, listen, you're a big superstar. We want to hire you to promote Kiss. So she did. She got to go behind the scenes. We've seen those videos as well. That's worked out. So she'll be in to talk about that. Eric Johnson should be in as well. We never know with Eric. He just kind of comes in on Friday. Right. He's a free spirit. It's, <laughs> speaking of spirits. Right. Uh, yeah. No about. Uh, Greg says, by the way, I was listening to you all while I was showering. I stepped out and all I heard was Lizzie saying, balls, 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 balls. Thanks, Greg. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> I hear you on the pair. Um Lizzie wondered about the air marshals. Yeah, so we got into that with that story. Okay, Lizzie. I just I just assumed there was one on every plane, and now that you see so much crazy stuff there's going not. on planes, but there's not one. There's on every not plane. one on every. You want to set up Terry? Hi, Terry. I do. I do. Terry, I'm Vic. Terry. Nice to meet you. Hi, it's Vic. good to see you. All right. So how I met uh, Terry is she's a true patriot, and you can get into that a little bit. She really loves America. She's a great mom. She it, lives in God's country, and I really like her. I mean, she's just a neat person. And I think all the listeners would really like her too. So when I saw last week that she was on the chat line saying that she had a story, I'm like, not only, you know, is it great to have a patriot in here, but somebody that's actually had something happen to them. So Terry, if you could first tell us a little bit about yourself before you get into the story, and then we can get into the story. Okay, I'm uh, a veteran, uh, 16 years, uh, six active, 10 reserve. I was a medic, helicopter medic, field medic, went to Desert Storm, um, school nurse for 15 years in Jennings, um, two sons, one biological, one adopted, or he adopted me, I guess. I That's say. awesome. That's the best. <laughs> and um, just, uh, I volunteer a lot. Um, I'm retired. Um, and in your retirement, you wouldn't know you're retired. You do so much. And and we thank you for your service because you're a real badass. And we're glad that you listen to our show. So thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing, as we tell people mm-hmm. to do all the time. You can send stars as well. You listen to our shows. You like the Friday shows. You like the paranormal aspect of it. You heard us talking last Friday during some of our ghost stories. Um, what is it that you wanted to share today? Well, um, I, I do have a story. I want to start off with I'm a, I'm a Christian, so I'm yeah. That's always good to start off weird with. about you know all the yeah. ghost thing and stuff. Me too. And um, but I did live in a bed and breakfast. It was built in 1857, and my ex husband and I renovated it. Um, I lived there for about 20 years, so and I haven't lived there. Moved away about five years ago, and. Um, as we were renovating it into a bed and breakfast, because it was too big for just the three of us at the time, um, weird things started happening. Um, but they weren't scary or they weren't bad things. They were mm-hmm. just unusual. And uh, there were two rooms in particular that, that we had um, different things happen but those were the two rooms that I, I felt the most calm in. Where was the bed and breakfast? It's in St. Charles. Okay, tell us about so, that. So this all happened at a bed and breakfast? Yes. Okay. Well, we made it into a bed and breakfast. It was our home. 
and then we made it into a bed and breakfast. So you bought a house and made it into mm -hmm. a bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. It was the old rectory of Barmeo. So it was built in 1857. It was the first mayor of uh, St. Charles. He was Mayor Alexander, and he he uh, is known for bringing the uh, train system over. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Across the river. And um, then when he died or left, uh, the Winklers bought it, and uh, they're just a very prominent um, family. Uh in fact, I, I was really lucky as we were renovating it, the Winkler's daughter's uh, daughter saw us over at Barmeo. It, was, it became a, a rectory after the Winklers died and um, they donated it to the church and then it became a rectory for um, the priest of Barmeo Church in St. Charles. Beautiful Gothic church. If you Yeah, it's a beautiful it's church, gorgeous. beautiful church. And uh, right across the street. And... Um, so when uh, she would see us at fish fries or whenever she went to church and she'd see that we were renovating it because it had gone into quite a bit of disarray. Mm -hmm. And uh, Can I interrupt you really quick yeah. too? And that camera is right in front of you and it's you can talk to that camera. Then okay. people can really see you and you can look at us when you want to too. It's kind of weird but looking to that camera. I know, being new. I, I but we can it. see your pretty face when you do that too. We can see the emotions <laughs> as well. Okay, so... Um, she had her nieces come over and ask me to um, uh, if they could. She could see the house and what what happened to it. So I uh, said, "Sure, you know, come on over." And uh, when she came in the house, it was so cool because she um, all the things I had done, which I wasn't sure of because I was trying to bring it back to the original way the house was was when she lived there basically and she was like she started crying she's like oh because i put the stencil up and it was an old stencil she's like oh my gosh that's the same stencil oh that wow my mother had and um just just really uh weird things so the two rooms that that i really enjoyed being in were the parlor and um the what we named the happily ever after room and those rooms were um uh, right up upstairs from each other, and the happily ever after room is the room that her mother died in. And I don't know if you guys know this, but back in the day, when someone died, their wake would be actually in the room. What? Yeah. No, I. So they, I, I didn't realize that until in St. Charles what, County okay. has that. What year are we talking about, Terry? That um, the, that this mom. It was the mom. So you're talking about the daughter came and talked to you, right? And she was like. 80, almost 90 years old. And saying that her mom used to be in that house. Yeah, and she, she lived told in the you house. she died she in this in room. Uh -huh. She grew up in the house. And, and how many years ago was this that the that you started to experience this um, stuff? I would. Oh, well, I, we moved in and my son was one. So he's 26 now. Okay. So like, 25 so, years yeah, ago. 25 years ago. And then you're, and at that point, the woman was about 80. Yeah, and then well, her close mom. to 90. So we're talking this woman who died, we're talking about 150, 170 years ago, maybe? Yeah, that would be If you be do like the math. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably. Like like when that all happened? Not 170 years. Because 25 years ago yeah. is when you had this. Yeah. The daughter was 80 years old when she met you. Right. And then on top of that, her mom who was or almost 90, and then how old was her mom on top of that? 150? Yeah. 
I mean, so mom uh, probably yeah. died about 150 years. The only yeah. reason I'm asking to give some time perspective is because people are like, wait a second, was that when St. Charles was the capital of Missouri? So I'm trying to go back and associate the years yeah, with the when, time period. When the mayor lived there, it was the capital. St. Uh, Charles. St. Yeah. Charles. But I, I'm not sure when the doctor, Dr. Winkler, Winkler lived there. Okay. If it was the capital or not, because it was only for a short time. So I didn't want to interrupt you, but you were telling us that this daughter came to talk to you yeah and so, the wake i had no idea people had their wakes in their room yeah so so she died in that room and and i would always have i would always feel a calming effect there and i have some pictures and i meant to bring them uh because one of the pictures that i got when i went over to bring the mail to the rectory i saw the picture of my house there in, in its original yeah. state so i asked them could i have it and they were telling me that in this room um, you could see a, a, a like a image of an old lady. Wow! And I never saw the old lady, but I had tons of guests. And I in in the guest rooms, I would have these little books, little journals, then they could write nice things. I mm-hmm. loved it because when it was a bed and breakfast, yes. correct? And when they would leave, um, they would write little things. But a lot of them said they either felt an aura of an old lady. Or the presence of an old lady, or they heard an old lady whisper. It was always an old lady, and uh, like I said, I always felt a calming, very calming experience there. I never really felt uh, in fear or anything. Um, but a couple of funny things happened, and and when um, just in that room, uh, no, the whole house, but in that room is where my guest would would say that they felt her presence and that's that's where she was did you start to tell guests ahead of time well they would read the other journals and then they would they would ask about it so they'd no i didn't tell so they did you find people that would want to experience that yeah okay yeah uh, all right but i I didn't i didn't advertise it because like i said i i kind of weary about all this yeah but a couple fun things that happen um i'm dyslexic so whenever I set the table, because I would have big, you know, breakfast for, for the guest and with all the, you know, four course breakfast, basically. So I'd have the forks and the spoons and everything. And I'm dyslexic. So I'd have this little guide that I would carry around with me and put the, you know, fork in the right place, the right spoon in the right place. And um, I finished setting the table and then I'd go into the kitchen and I came back and it, it was totally different so I yelled at my husband at the time you thought he did why did you change this he goes Terry I didn't touch that table and I was just like maybe I did it you know Uh second guessing yourself yeah I don't know and then a few years later and and funny things would happen things would be moved and I know I didn't move them but I thought well maybe a guest did or um, but one time this this is beyond crazy I had this um statue of a pig that had like the menu on it so um i I had had it up on top of my refrigerator for some reason i put it up there i wasn't using it at the time so at christmas time i decorated every room a different theme so in my kitchen i had done the santa theme and i had the santa hat that on one side it said naughty and one side it said nice so of course i'm going to put the nice up there, and of it's course, a, way up on the refrigerator. And by this time, no one is was in the house except for my little son. At three years old, mm-hmm. I was divorced, so it was just my son and I. And guests couldn't get back to the kitchen because there was a, a, a locked door between the dining room and the kitchen. And so, 
I um, I kept I'd go out for a little while and I'd look up and that would be switched to naughty. <laughs> I mean, that happened like okay, six times. That's, that's funny. Spe- yeah, that's the spookiest. There that's, is no- that that's is funny. Spooky. That's spooky. Well, it's funny and spooky that it's nice. And the ghost, if you never really felt anything but a good aura in there, it was no, probably- it just gave me chills. Turn it around to naughty. Especially with something like that going from nice to naughty. Uh-huh. Right. right. It, it, but it was like a joke. It wasn't like- mean like haha mm-hmm. but it was like a like a joke like okay i know you where was the hat again way up on my refrigerator okay on a on a little pig i had that has a chef hat so nobody could get up there and do no that. way no way and unless a just... neighbor was coming in and and so now what we have introduced is the presence of a spirit being able to physically move objects well if they move the silverware they would be able to move the hat. Yeah. It, it was, and where did the silverware get moved from again? Well, it was just the opposite of where I put it. Like, like you know, the forks go on the left and the spoon and knife go on the right. Well, it was just the opposite. And you were saying you were dyslexic, so you probably put it the wrong way. And maybe the spirit then came in and go, Terry's dyslexic. So I don't know. I'm going to put it back the way it's supposed to be for etiquette back no, no, in the no, day. No, 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 no. I was following the thing. So I put it the right way. Oh. And they switched it. Michelle says, oh, yeah, they can. The spirits will do that. Yeah, that wow. So it was. It, How many years? Okay, do you still have, you don't, do you still have this place? No, my. When I, did you guys sell it or? or um, about five years ago, my dad got sick. Uh, um, he had lived with me for a while and I took care of um, other veterans in my home. And then, um, then it came down just, to, I just had my dad and there was a few steps and yeah, it got exp- too expensive because I couldn't do the bed and breakfast anymore to help pay the mortgage and stuff. So Okay, I'm, when you sold this, who did you sell it to and were they aware of the upper yeah. room and the things that oh, were yeah. going on? Oh yeah, um, they kind of enjoyed that part of it. So Is this still a bed and breakfast that's open? It was and then for, I, I don't know them. So, mm-hmm. but this know. is old St. Charles. But they stopped it. Right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. this uh, mm-hmm. over in that area. And yeah, it's one of the first houses that was there. It used wow. to be a farm field. Mm-hmm. And my neighbor, so I, my neighbor sometimes when I ha- would go out and she'd have to let the guest in, um, she hated my dining room. She said she would always smell it. Era, uh, she would smell like men's cologne, which could have been the the priest, but she would run through that dining room. She just hated I never had an experience other than the 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 stuff being uh, turned around. I never had a bad experience in the dining room. I never had a bad experience. That's that all. naughty nice thing. That got me. Isn't that That's crazy? like one of the fr- – everything hits people in different ways. Yeah. That hit me right yeah. there, especially to have that turned around. And you said that happened at least six times? Yeah, yeah. So would you With leave it. it like that or would you get up and change no, it? No, I'd change it. Would you have to get on a chair to do that? Yes, or a yes. Stool? And there's no way my son could have got up there. No way. No way. And then another fun story. So I, I'm coming uh, sometimes. Oh, real quick. Is it the one that's right across the street from the church? Yes. There you go, guys. It has the big balcony. Um, right now it's decorated all with hats and ghosts. I never decorated like that, but it, it's it's a lot different than when I was so there. So it's like decorated. If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's decorated kind of Halloween-y right yes. now. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was a rectory. So when it was built, was it And built? then you can tell us your story about something else that happened. Okay. 
Okay. Yes. So w- it was a rectory. Mm-hmm. How long was it a rectory? Oh, probably about tw- oh about fifty years, probably. I would love to know why they didn't want that as a rectory anymore. Well, they downsized the church, and then they they built their own rectory to the, Got the it. side. Got it. That so makes sense. There that- were a lot of. A lot of priests, and I heard all kinds of stories about the priests there. But the but. priests that were there was so this would have been after this occurred, right? Because the last year, let's and I got a little historical backdrop now. Eighteen twenty-six was the last year that St. Charles was the capital of the state of okay. Missouri. So we're going back. It was probably right before this well, woman died. Well, eighteen fifty-seven was when the house was built. Okay, and so the mayor built it. Mayor Alexander built it, and then. But, you know, back then it took years to build. So it was, and it was a farm. And he had some farmland somewhere else, too. And so then he gave uh, the, the four squares that are around my house, he gave to his daughters. And then he moved. <laughs> so he gave plots of land so that my neighbors, um, the, big, the big four squares they're called, the, the architecture, um, he, they, they were descendants of Mayor Alexander's um, daughters. Did so. you ever, did the hair on your back ever rise at all, or were you just comfortable with everything that was going on? Like I said, I felt a peace. Okay. That's it, if I needed to have, like, I just needed some downtime, like from my son or from, a, you know, my guest or whatever. Yeah, after I'm getting I, chills again when like, you're talking about like peace, and I'm just going to sit there privately, and I'm going to sit on the couch and know that somebody else is here with me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Kathy Helbig Strick just jumped in and said, we just stayed at a hotel in Kansas City this past week when she was covering what's arguably, if not the most important uh, real estate lawsuit in the history of our country. She says, we stayed in a hotel that claims to be haunted. Had I known that before I made the reservations, I would not have stayed there, exclamation point. I am the exact same way. Some people run to the spirits. Some people run away from them. Yeah. I, I wonder if it. Kathy felt any spirits in there. No, she she would have told us, I'm sure. Well, I, I've been to places like Limp Mansion. <clears throat> yeah, that's a scary place. I've walked up those stairs, yes. and I swore somebody was behind me. Mm-hmm. We have heard that story that somebody, yeah. is it like when you get to the top of the first steps? We heard a, we had somebody so. in studio that told so. us they got to the top of the steps, mm-hmm. and it felt like somebody was trying to pull them back down the yeah, stairs, they, they, where they almost lost their balance. Oh. I wasn't that Mansion. bad, but they grabbed my shoulder, yeah. and I thought it was my husband. Yeah. But when I looked, he was he hadn't even come up the stairs yet. Mm-hmm. That was, happened to me, too. We took all of our kids there one year, and it's right when you come up to the steps. And I hadn't heard that story before. But I even have pictures, and you see our family, and you see all these orbs behind us. Oh. So, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't have any of the orbs. And then I was I was uh, stationed at Fort McCoy, Wisconsin. I was working in the uh, the old hospital. And back back in the day when they would have... Hospitals, you couldn't. They didn't want to see where the vital parts of the hospital were, were from the air. So they, it was like a, a big maze of just hallways and stuff. And every night, I had this weird dream. It would be a 1966, I think, if I remember right, yearbook. And I would see like somebody running like in the jungle, and um, then all of a sudden the pages would turn, 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 and then what the hell? Yeah, and then there would be a blank picture. Wow. And I used to know the name. It was like Michael somebody, and uh, and then all of a sudden I see somebody like I'm running behind them, or they're or I'm seeing through their eyes, and they're running. You know, they're soldiers, and mm-hmm. they're so, definitely mm-hmm. soldiers, and they're running and running, and then all of a sudden that 
yearbook would flat. I'd see Whoa. the front cover, and then I you'd see the pictures as a blur, and then they go 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 go, and then I'd see the names names, and then they'd come to the the one name, and it would have a a blank. Mm-hmm. Be no picture. I would love to know, like, you know how you were saying that it go, 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 go. I had told a story a couple weeks ago about a preschool that we had that was, turns out that it was probably haunted or the spirit still lived there. Same thing. And I was explaining that then that kids would pick up a book and the book and the pages would just go, 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 go. And then the record player would go really, really fast. So I wonder what the energy is in the room that makes pages like that go so fast. That's yeah. so weird. That well, gave me chills when yeah. you said that. Yeah, this was just in my dream that the pages yeah. would go. Joe, what, I saw you pop in, Joe. Were you going to add something about the Limp Mansion? Because I know you've got some experience inside the Limp Mansion. I, uh, that was my story. The, the walking to the top of the stairs, I was, somebody was supposed to be following me up the stairs. Oh, it was you. I felt something pressing on my back and I turned around thinking it was one of them and they were still at the bottom of the stairs. I was at the top of the stairs and I could still feel like a palm on, on my back. (laughs) Wow. A palm on your back? Yeah, and, like, and, somebody, and, like somebody whoa, was, had their yeah, palm I, resting I, on my back. Yeah, and you're a big dude, too. To feel yeah. the presence of a hand on you would have to be yeah. pretty forceful. Wow. Well, it wasn't I, like a push or anything. It was almost like somebody was just, you know, like steadying me. You know, it, yeah. it didn't feel like I was threatened or anything. It just felt like somebody was like steadying me to keep me from falling, I guess. I don't um, know. We had a woman that just chimed in. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm trying to find back. Oh, Joanne says, just joining in. The Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs is crazy haunted. Now, we have listeners all across the country who chime in on the mm-hmm. live cast, uh, who come in after we're doing our live show from 8 to 10 a.m. Central on video and on audio. So Eureka Springs is in the St. Louis, Missouri area. Um, Terry's here telling us about her experience with her house that they converted into a bed and breakfast in Old St. Charles. And I've heard of other stories. Have you heard of other stories in the St. Charles area of homes being haunted? Because it always seemed to me... Now, for me, when I go to downtown St. Charles, especially, and I, I would get that weird feeling i mean when you have the old cobblestone and you have the old houses i can believe it so so we had a, a, an escape room um it used to call, be called mind break but now our prop guy took it over troy and eureka springs arkansas by the way oh. yeah i was talking about missouri i meant oh. arkansas oh. <clears throat> um and uh so for one of our rooms um we I wrote an escape room based on the the ghost in downtown St. Charles, hmm. and then they could do a a little tour with with they'd have to find uh, they could get extra clues by going around and finding the different ghosts on Main Street, and um, and then they come back and those ghosts are incorporated into the escape room. So um, yeah, I did a lot of research about St. Charles ghosts and stuff. There's some in Lindenwood. Um, they're, they're yeah, all Lindenwood the is supposedly very what about haunted. The in the other experience building? that you were going to tell us oh. earlier, it, it's just a kind of a funny experience. So, you know, the, all kinds of little things have happened. You know, I gave you kind of the major ones, but a, a bunch of little things that happened where things would be missing or, or changed around or whatever. So, what, um, sometimes I would leave, like, I'd, I'd fix the meal and. Usually I tried to clean up the dishes and stuff, but on Sundays sometimes, you know, I'd go to church or I'd have to do something extra, and so I wouldn't clear the table. So um, 
my son and I are walking into the back door and the dining room's off the kitchen and the kitchen's off the back door. And as I'm walking in, I hear this clink, 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 clink. And I'm like, oh no. So I tell my son to stay back. You know, of course he doesn't. He, he like holds onto my leg and I'm pushing. It's How like, old is he at this time? Uh, like four. Okay. So I'm pushing the, the door open. It's like a swing saloon door. So I'm pushing the door of the kitchen open. And as I do, I see my dog up on the table. And every time his tail wagged, he was clicking. Oh. <laughs> and I thought for sure I was going to see a, the ghost I was already time. to be scared. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Sheila says, I live just outside of Baltimore, Maryland, checking in this morning with you guys. And I've heard of many places here and in Pennsylvania uh, extremely haunted. It seems like it was more in the East Coast, older areas, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, she's like, but so far, nothing has happened to me. And Megan Marie, who joined us recently and uh, just chimed in. And this, this kind of, I went, oh, really? Uh, what was this about? Um, I'm looking for it again where Megan had. Megan says, I have experienced manifestations in people in India. I do not, all caps, not like it at all. I am not built for that. Thank goodness my team members are. That's a little spooky. Wow, that is spooky. Hmm. I don't know what exactly that means, the manifestations that are going on, but my gosh, that is, uh, yeah. And Kimberly says, I wonder which boutiques or stores are haunted in the St. Charles area. I do know the cigar place. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't the cigar place for sure haunted? And the only reason why I say that is a lady that used to work for me, her friend owned the building and used to say he would be selling the cigars to people on Main Street and the ghosts would be doing stuff. And even the customers would recognize that. Yeah. So, um, I know that the uh, the restaurant, it used to be... The mother-in-law house? Well, I know the mother-in-law house is definitely. It's the mother-in-law that, that haunts it there. Yeah. Um, but the... Um, oh... Yeah, maybe maybe it is the in the basement. Yeah, in the, the basement. Mother yeah, the mother in the house. house. Now yeah. it is it's called something else. Yeah, that's why I'm trying trying. Yeah, it has a different name. It used to be the rack house. Now it's like main. Yeah, main house or something. Yeah, like I think that. it is called the main house. Yeah. I think you're right. But the mother and there's the stories downstairs, and that people would go downstairs. You know, because that would be like a private room. Things would be happening down there, and apparently, yeah, it was we did house. a we did a murder mystery dinner down there. Oh, I write fun. those also, and uh, in conjunction with this this story thing, and uh, the bridge right there that where the old mill. Yes. There, yes. the dogs, a seaman and and another yeah. dog of Lewis and Clark. Uh, they're they're known to be haunted the the whole area. Yeah, there's a captain. Um, the print house right there, the corner of the print house, the Gellner print house. Um, yeah, Dawn says I've been inside yeah. the cigar store. Very weird vibe. Yes, if you go in there now, <clears throat> it is so scary. It's really cool, but you definitely feel it in there. And I'm getting chills again talking th- about that kind of stuff. This gal that worked for me was there quite a bit because her friend owned it, and she would just tell me stories. And you know, there you can hear all this history too when you go and you take one of the ghost tours down there. And the gentleman that runs the ghost. Um, he's going to come on the show, but he can't do it until November because right now he's so busy. I tried to get him on in October and he said, I, girl, I can't, but I will come on in November. So well, Bindi says, I do think that babies see things. I do too. And, I, and I've said this she on the show before. She said that my grandson used to sit in his crib, look up and start 
calling or look up at the ceiling mm-hmm. and start smiling and laugh. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I would really think that he would see my husband visiting him. I guess that was grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, can I think that. when they're old enough to talk and tell, it stops. I, I, I think she's right, too. Sometimes I think my granddaughter, and I thought it was just me, so I didn't say anything to my kids, and she would look in the same spot when she was much littler and always look. And then my kids asked me, do you think Liberty sees ghosts? And now she's starting to talk, and I don't think she sees them anymore. My dog. Your dog does? My dog would. All of a sudden, he'd go like this and, and, and just yeah, stare. We, you know. Here we go. We got another story. Oh, um, Jeannie another says, my mom owns... And I'm a, I'm, forgive me if I'm saying this wrong. I've just never heard of it. Latia or Latia. And I'm assuming it's Latia because yeah. they also own ponchos on Maine. Every now and then something sets the cameras and alarms off. That's crazy. I've heard that. From a <clears throat> Energy can do that with alarm systems. And of course, we've talked about the orbs and we've seen orbs and orbs exist. They're real. Energy is real. Um, spirits are real. And... Mm. We've actually seen a lot of those cases on video cameras as well. Yeah, for sure. There's a place in <clears throat> Illinois. Um, they do tours, like right, and then you go into the basement. It used to be a, like an old slate. You're not talking about Alton. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Alton's yeah. Alton's so kind of like it's, Alton's known by. Every, that's like. I mean, literally, you buy houses. We had somebody. <laughs> you have to sign a waiver. Yeah, I know it can be haunted. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. you, there's an old slave tunnel, and you can go like kind of mm. into it, and then they had what those Geiger counters or whatever they are yeah. to, to to see things. And I I I felt a little weird, but mm-hmm. not overly. I've walked into buildings sometimes, like bed and breakfast. Yeah, and I've just instantly felt it, like the Lip Mansion, instantly, instantly. felt something. Yeah, but um, that I didn't really feel anything until like we went down into that basement and into the the little, um, and I I wanted to get out of. There. When's the last time you went to a haunted house, like a like a, a fake haunted house, um, <laughs> not a real one? A long time. Okay, I wonder how that would be for people who've actually lived with spirits mm-hmm. and then going into a haunted house. If yeah. that would be like, okay, this is child. I play. just have fun with it. the 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 best haunted house I went to was I was in Germany, and um, they have. Uh, the, the late Shelley that wrote Dracula, they have the original castle that she got her inspiration from, Jeez. and they That's bring sweet. actors over. Like they had a like an eight foot tall um, Frankenstein, and a guy that played Dracula, and it it was cool. It was really cool. Just even going up to the castle, you have to go up this windy road. And <laughs> Sheila says scary. maybe ghosts are afraid of me. LOL. And that's why I never have had these experiences. Well, Sheila, I run from them as well. We're all different. I stay away from them. I don't want any experiences with them. And um, my faith tells me to stay away from them. But spirits are real. These orbs are real. These experiences are real. And that's why we invite Terry in to talk about the experiences that she's had and lived with. Well, there is, if anybody wants to buy a quote haunted house right now in St. Charles City. <laughs> there is one. It was the old chiropractor and his house is up for sale. And some years ago, my husband and I looked to go purchase it. And we go downstairs and downstairs, it was the chiropractor. He actually also performed surgeries back in the day. And downstairs is where he performed the surgeries. And we go downstairs and instantly, my youngest my youngest daughter, my husband and I, the hair stood up on the back of our head. And we turned right around to the realtor and we said, 
what went on down here? And she goes, I don't know. I don't ever go down there. Every time I go down there, the, the back of the hair on my neck goes straight up. Mm-hmm. And I was, and so somebody did end up buying it and kind of restored it. And now it's back up for sale. So I would love for somebody to buy it and tell us if Where's what happened in the basement. It's off of Madison. I believe it's Madison. Okay. So it's not, it's right on the corner. And it's, when you go downstairs, you can tell it was an operating room. It's bizarre, unless the people who just remodeled it changed it. It's very scary, but it's for sale. So if anybody wants to buy that haunted house, call Kathy Helbig. I need to do, <laughs> I need to do some research because my people tell me my house used to be a morgue. I oh. live not too far from Bowie, and the house um, you live in now. Yeah. Oh I wow! Have, I have not experienced anything in that house. So yeah, I mean, I could understand it would be that with the Bowie family and everything down there. So yeah, wow. That's scary. All that stuff is scary. Vic totally does stay away from it. Yeah, of course. I mean, the stuff, like I said, it mm-hmm. raises the hair on my neck. That's for sure. Anyway, um, yeah, we're grateful that you've come in and shared some of your stories with us. That's for sure. And um, what's going on? If you hear anything else or if you experience anything else, <laughs> let us know. That's for sure. We appreciate you coming in today, Terry. And um, real quick, um, if you want is there, are you looking for help with the work that you do? Cause you still said that you work with veterans. Um, yeah, I, I volunteer for a couple different things. So heroes care, we're always looking for veterans there. It's off a of gravelway. And, uh, um, I also, uh, work with reemerge. It's a program getting, and that's in St. Charles. Uh, there's, they have two St. Charles and, uh, Winsville, I believe. Um, and they, they help uh, disabled veterans get back into shape physically, mentally. Um, you you talk, ask for Matt Pirtle um, there. Um, and, you know, Freedom 13, I'm, I'm a big supporter yeah. of, of them. Yeah, that's a great, great organization. And before you go, we had a couple people that were chiming in really quick. First of all, I don't know what Mary was asking, but what street... Was that where I'm assuming the house that you lived in? It was uh, 709 North 4th Street. North 4th. Okay. So that's there. Uh, So the side of it, there's a big balcony and it faced Barmeo. Got it. The actual front of the house faced 4th Street and towards the river. Yeah, 4th Street's going to have more traffic today. I can already tell. Yeah, 4th Street. And and a couple people asked me, where's the house for sale? It was a lot prettier when I had it, I hate to say it. So it's probably embarrassing now to go, okay, I had this gorgeous bed and breakfast, and now the people bought it have kind of let it go down. But they're from the the Southwest, so they kind of their plants and stuff are different than than mine. JM also says, I used to live in a funeral home. I mean, what? What? Live in a funeral what? home. That would be hard. Oh my gosh. Wow. That may be a story uh you could share on here. And if Yeah, I would like to hear that. I will story. send you send me Vic at canceltheshow.com. I will send you our video link if you wanted to, to join the show and explain this. But JM says I used to live in a funeral home and one night I woke up to go to the bathroom and on my way back to bed. Oh my God. I'm getting chills. There were two small boys hanging around in the archway in the hallway freaked me the hell out but i assumed i was dreaming that mm-hmm. makes me think That's of scary uh the shining mm-hmm. yeah with the <laughs> i'm giving myself chills oh. with the two girls i uh, who, jam who's gonna i i don't know what the circumstances were i know you got to do what you got to do sometimes but living in a funeral home Oh yeah. my God. Well, did you know Vic right in St. Peter's? No, thank you. I'll area. take the street. 
There is a child care. There's, there was two child care centers that were put in a Bowie Stiefauter funeral home. And one of them is still there. And the undertaker, get a load of this, guys. The undertaker lives in the basement and the child care center is upstairs and it's no longer a funeral home, but it was for years, two of them in St. Peter's. And people didn't even understand that. And I don't know if anything weird happened. Maybe never it did. But when you walked in there, you absolutely knew it had been a funeral home because the urns were, were kids played in the urns. Like they would have like... To, you know Lincoln Law. It's so oh, it was no. so bad. Michelle so says, bad. "Come play with us, Danny. Come play with us, Danny." Oh. Eric says, oh. "The Shining is way worse." Yeah, I I, I, I agree. agree. James I agree. says, "Hey, Vic. By the way, my best friend had funeral homes, and I was over at her house all the time. It was not a big deal for me back then. The home was in Quincy, Illinois." 301 Spring Street. Okay, anybody over at Quincy, <laughs> drive past 301. And The Shining was was done in uh, Esses Park. Uh, I forgot the name of the hotel up up on the mountain. Beautiful, beautiful hotel. I've been there and yeah. kind of took the tour. Why did you take the tour? I was in Esses Park. <laughs> okay. So you just... Col- I, I, yeah. love, I, I love old And it houses, wasn't Colorado, but, right? Yeah, it's Colorado. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. That's When you said you weren't sure where that was, I was no, like... No, I, I don't remember the Estes name of the Park hotel. is in Colorado, so I yeah. yeah. I've yeah. been through there, but I didn't know that that's where the, the hotel was. Yeah, the, the it was based... Uh, the, the Stanley Hotel. Writer. Yes. Yes. The Stanley. Paul said it's the Stanley yeah. Hotel. Damn, okay. that is... Yeah, that's kind of spooky stuff right there. That's cool. for sure. It was yeah. a really neat hotel. I didn't stay there, though. So I, don't I, I don't blame you. I, I don't know. Mary says it's kind of creepy with all the stuff we're talking about, about the dead, but we shouldn't be afraid of the dead. No, never. No, no I, that's, and that's one... true. We've said that ghosts don't kill people. Have you ever heard of a ghost killing somebody? As Eric says, I mean, seriously, when do you turn on Fox 2 News and say, oh my God, 20 people killed in the haunted house this week by a ghost? Never. Not you once. You, you never hear that. <laughs> never. Uh, not once. And you know who the... <clears throat> greatest spirit is you know the holy spirit the holy spirit amen. there we go amen the we holy found some spirit. common ground there um, absolutely we appreciate hey terry thanks for jumping in today on the show and thank you for listening and supporting what we do okay okay thank you All thanks right. terry, terry o'neill and of course we appreciate her sharing her story and i today. have a couple things for you guys out there so. Aww, all right thank well you. thank you i have something you. so you can now use your coffee I have oh a carrot thing oh uh-huh. she yeah. brought you one of those i i don't even know what you're talking about it is a what I'm I'm such an idiot with coffee. So you said you can can't use the coffee because you don't you only have correct. Yeah, I need. So I brought brought you a little thing and you just put the coffee inside of it. And oh, a reusable K cup. Oh, oh back there. thank you. And then That's I got very sweet to, of you when I <clears throat> went to visit my son who lives in Pennsylvania. A shout out to Bryson. Hi, um, Bryson. He. Um, we went on all these tours on the ferry and the, saw the Statue of Liberty, and so I got Liberty a little Aww, duck. Liberty that's duck. so nice. That Best thing cool. you could have gotten. Aww. Terry, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Have an awesome thank weekend. You. Don't have a spooky Halloween weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, JM says, don't go to that Quincy address, 301 Spring Street, because she just looked it up to show photos yeah. of the beautiful home. Yeah. And it was torn down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Greg says, my son fished off the roof of our Alton house with three ghosts at three years old. Yeah, kids aren't afraid of ghosts. I mean, they don't. They innately just seem to see them. Oh, that's, oh, thank you thank again. You. Terry's bringing in, the, that, that's very sweet of you. Um, yeah, the reusable K-cups. I call them the K-cups because they're like for kids, kitty cups, and that's what works for Vic. Oh, 
Oh, look at this. Okay. And we do have a Jeep. So this could be... That's what little kitty cup looks aw, like. It's a Ducky a Liberty. That's cute. That is the we cutest. We got some gifts. Thank you, Terry. Aw, thanks, Terry. That is the sweetest thing ever. I love it. I love it so much. Um, this is Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. Feel free to share stories as you guys have been throughout the show as we do. We'll be taking a little bit of a uh, switching gear here when yes. Kelly Mano comes in in just a little bit. I uh, want to give a couple quick headlines, too. Uh, I just saw this, Mary, that a intruder was arrested trying to get into the home of Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh, wow. So that's uh, it's a little bizarre, a little yeah, scary. Yeah, that is bizarre. That is, <clears throat> um, now, that's actually really scary. Um, Joe Biden's um, ratings amongst Democrats with a national polling service, right down the middle polling service, saw him have double-digit loss in his approval ratings in one month. Wow. That's historic. It's unheard of. And then we saw this horrible shooting. The suspect still... Not found, whether he's alive or not, we don't know. Um, but now you have Joe Biden out there saying, what does he do? It's, we got to get rid of guns. Okay. Once again, trying to penalize millions of people for the acts of some crazy people. And by the way, doing more research on this guy, he may have gotten the gun or the guns that he's used many years ago because now we're starting to find out that in New York, there may be a connection with him in New York where that blue state of New York didn't properly assess him and didn't do what they were supposed to do, did not follow the law in regards to him doing what he was doing with his mental health. And by the way, you can, get, you can purchase guns before a diagnosis has happened with you. It's impossible if something's fine and you pass test and then all of a sudden, years later, something happens or if he got the gun illegally. And don't think for a second, because we have seen it in the midst of these tragedies, what happens? Oh, we got to get, we got to get, get rid of guns. It's a horrible tragedy and now we're starting to see the heartstrings and the emotions of the men, women, and kids that died in that shooting. Mm -hmm. And then you see this happen. And then this is what I think is scary. Do not, as horrible this, as this is, the situation, you can't let it overtake common sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Listen to Kamala Harris talk. You know, the Australian Prime Minister, Australian presidents in town. It's just so bizarre that the Australian president is in town when there's a mass shooting in the country that's taken their guns away from their citizens probably the most, it's Australia. I know, I'm sorry, I'm so, I, I connect dots. Listen to what Kamala Harris said about Australia, and then I'll have a little uh, finishing point on why she's saying what she's saying. Gun violence has terrorized and traumatized so many of our communities in this country. And let us be clear, it does not have to be this way. As our friends in Australia have demonstrated. Okay, you know what our friends in Australia have done? They did a mandatory buyback of guns. 650,000 guns bought mm -hmm. back mandatory. It was mandatory. Uh, I believe that was back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And... So they took away all their guns or as many as they possibly could. And she is standing there in the midst of a tragedy mm -hmm. talking about, oh, never let a good tragedy 
That's not be used to get a political point out. Correct. They did not give a hoot about the massacre of Americans and the hostages and all that. That still makes my blood We're still not away. talking about hostages. No. We're talking about this tragedy now. Exactly. We're not talking about immigration. We're talking about the tragedy. Correct. We're talking somewhat about Israel. But mm-hmm. now all of a sudden we want to flip the script. And that's mm-hmm. why I always say be careful of what's happening. I can't prove that these things are... And people are being used on purpose to create horrible tragedies, but I can't prove that they're not. I can't prove that it is happening, but you can't prove that it's not on purpose and using people in some sort of coordinated way. You just, you can't, you can't tell me that this is all of a sudden happening. Mm -hmm. And then this is also occurring as we're finding out more and more about Joe Biden and his son and illegal activity between the two of them as well. Talking about feds having stings on them and trying to bring forth evidence. And then what happens? Uh Uh-uh. This going on. Uh, Trump's team trying to get uh, a quick verdict in their case and they can't. And the judge in his case, the horrible, the horrible biased liberal judge refusing to accept appellate judges court rulings and continuing to put fines on Donald Trump. This guy's not even following the law anymore. He is doing, and and you're not getting a lot of those attentions because we're talking about guns now. Correct, of course, and that was purposeful. We talked about it yesterday. I'm not saying that. Oh, let's they, be like Australia. Give up all oh, the guns. Let's. That's ridiculous. And just and don't forget, we're being told by the FBI and the Department of Justice that illegal terrorists are in our country yes. and they could attack at any time and we want to take your guns. Uh, no, thank you. I will not be the dumbass in this situation, Kamala. I find it uh, very careless and and strange that, that they're talking about doing this after they let hundreds of thousands of people across our border. And Correct. They know it. They know what's going on. They do. And they know we're going to need protection, but... Let's get the guns. I didn't know that. Glenn says, by the way, she forgot to mention that Australia has more guns now than pre-buyback period Mm -hmm. because people went and bought their guns back. Thank you, Glenn. I had no idea. And I know you like your guns and your ammunition and you give us some good reports when it comes to that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, The judge needs to be removed from the case. Yeah. And I I don't know what's happening with that whole case. It is. It's. And if they can do this to a former president what the hell are they going to do to us and they want to do that exactly to joe's point they've opened the border they're letting terrorists in here and and when you say that to some people they're like oh come on now there's not really terrorists here that's ridiculous to even think they're not here we see it we hear it and then now cammy wants to take our guns and of course she wants to take our guns there's not one mass shooting that they don't want to take our guns and and on and it just makes me so angry because I know they're behind it. And I know people think I have a tinfoil hat, but I know they're behind it. They take mentally ill people, drive them to the point when there's distractions and then things happen and then they want to take our guns. And as Sheila says, they forget to mention, oh yeah, by the way, most of the people committing crimes or horrible acts don't have legal guns. Most of them, they have illegal guns and that happens. But it is a Friday. So, I mean, we had to get into that. Also, I think we might be on the brink of World War Three. Mm-hmm. U.S. fighter jets destroyed a syrian uh ammo depot there was lots of ammunition there guns uh weaponry and allegedly it was tied to supporting hamas and hezbollah and other terrorists so our jets have destroyed it so (laughs) 
we'll see where we're going with this whole situation now. But it is a Friday and we try to have fun. So anytime we talk about Kamala, just remember Kamala's most popular quote. Um, we will play Kamala's quote here because this is the one. This is true Kamala right true here. True Kamala. Here she yes. is. Yes. I think. I think. It's coming. <laughs> here she is. Here she is. Because we have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. Listen, I don't agree with the VP half the time, most of the time, all the time. But listen, I couldn't agree with her more on this. Sincerely, all Americans, when we go to the polls next year in 2024, this needs to be our slogan. We need to be unburdened by what has been and forget this administration, okay? <laughs> Let's get them out of there. <laughs> have to believe. We do have oh, to it be continues on. Even what can be unburdened by what has been. I believe, I believe, I believe. <laughs> I believe this administration can exit. <laughs> Go to a nursing home, Joe. <laughs> because we have the ability. That's to awesome. That, be. by the way, is on the daily with Dahlia. On the daily with Dahlia on Instagram, you can follow her. She is fantastic, and uh, she impersonates Kamala. <laughs> it's so funny, and, and the burden we need to, you know, release the burden. The dumbest quote of all time. Yeah, she talks in circles and circles and circles and circles and more circles. Do we have a guest today, Joe? Is anybody coming? Yeah, in I'm, studio? I'm getting everything ready. Oh, it's okay. Is is you Eric here or rush me. is it Eric? Is he here it's, too? No, it's not Eric. It's okay. Well, she could come in whenever okay. she, we just right. whenever she wants. I just didn't know. <laughs> such a fake ass laugh from it Jeannie. It is such a fake ass laugh, and and it actually sounds like a witch cackle. And it's really funny because she is the best Saturday Night Live skit in the world, and yet people don't think she's funny. They think she's believable, and she's so profound, Vic, with her burden. And and then I talk about oh. too, but she's even more. And it's just oh, the burden, and you know, you know. Oh my God! Yeah. Look at this. Okay. Oh, what's coming? Kelly in? Mano's coming into studio. Aww. Pro Joe is a whiz. I didn't know that you did that, man, or I wouldn't have been asking you. Pro Joe, look at Pro Joe. Oh, we got these are the beautiful little kittens that Aww. coming into the cancel this studio. That's the first time that we've ever. Are those the cancel this kitties? That's the cancel. The this cancel kitties. kitties. The cancel kitties. Somebody canceled the kitties. That's why they're here. So somebody oh, needs a kitty. Oh no, we've got a cancel kitty cam. Projo oh, rocks. Cancel kitty cam. Oh. At least for right now, while while Kelly's setting up, Kelly Mano, social media superstar and our friend, just good all around person. Um, we've got the cancel cam in there. These kitties are there. And Kelly's going to explain to us why we brought him in studio, what she does when she's not making like superstar videos and kissing the members of Kiss and drinking mm -hmm. their blood and uh, yeah. and crying, which we'll talk about as well. Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. This is all we have to get video of you getting up in your chair. That's, that, that's that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't get in your chair till you're on camera. That's really fun to watch. So we're going, and she's going to talk about these kitties and why they're here. And Aww. and we've got the 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 kitty cam, and then we've got the Kelly cam, and we've got the Projo cam. Um, I don't know how to get chairs that we'd have to have remote control chairs where they start low and then they lift you up. I guess. And we're going to set your mic in just a second, Kelly. We're getting you all set up right now. But those are the little kitties. There are three of those beautiful little kitties in there. And I can already tell these kitties, oh, like, they don't know what to do without sweet babies. without uh, Kelly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, can you shut that door? I would. Yes. yes we'll we'll go ahead and shut the door. 
and um, we'll oh we'll get that stuff going. And Projo, don't worry about Russian buddy. We'll we'll make this work. We got the cats there as well. Kelly Mano's in the studio. You can check her out on Instagram. Hi, Kelly. There you are. We're gonna get your mic set up in just a second. Projo's doing a hundred things at the same time right now. Um, okay, here's the. Oh, thing. look at that face. These that are face. these are some of the cutest little kittens. These oh. are kittens still, right, Kelly? Very, oh, nice. I'm sorry. Yes, they are kittens. She's gonna take care of the kittens really quick, and then. Yeah, well, you can't. With the, will they come in and come out? Uh-huh. Okay, so there's a camera on them. We may lose our camera shot, but um, you can, yeah, you can open it up Sweet maybe if you. babies. <laughs> and we'll see them walking around the studio. There you go. The little cancel cameras. The kitties are here. Oh, this is so fun. And they are, are, the, are they. Uh, the cat's out of the bag for sure now. Oh, my God. Oh, look at him. This is so freaking fun. (laughs) Oh, I'm loving it. Sheila says one of them looks like Sewer Kitty. It is Sewer Kitty. Kelly Mano, (laughs) welcome back and welcome into the studio, my friend. How are you doing? I am fabulous. I am absolutely fabulous. How are you guys? We're doing good. (laughs) I'm great now that the kitties are in here. Mm -hmm. Loving it. Kittens make everything better. They do. Yeah, you know what? They truly do. do. And and we needed that, uh, especially after what we were just talking about. Okay, Kelly Mano, you're in studio, friend. You join us every other Friday or so. Um, You don't think that you live this interesting life, or at least that's what it sounds like. We think you live a (laughs) really, really, really cool life. And we've got kittens running around the studio. You can see them on the camera right now. Can you, you. We'll get into your social media exploits, and we'll get into your Kiss concert. I think we need to talk about these kittens so that people know what the heck's going on. Sure, we can talk about them first. Yes, what's oh, going? Yeah. So, so cool. why did you? Why do you have kittens? So I well, I co-founded Smelly Cat Rescue here in the St. Charles area um, about two and a half years ago, and um, it's just kind of exploded. I'm not sure what our exact numbers are. Um, we've saved somewhere over 400 cats so far. Uh, we recently had a really fantastic rescue of um, a little cat that we call Sewer Cat. Uh, his name is actually Murphy. Murphy! <laughs> Named after uh, Murphy's uh, Bar and Grill in Winghaven. They had a... Um, they're, they're like a little bar on the corner, and they heard this kitten meowing down in their storm drain. And they couldn't get to it. Should so, we show the video of it? First? Yeah, show the video, and I'll pick them up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see cats are jumping on windows oh, in here. My God. <laughs> Joe, when you get a chance, let's show sewer cat video so you get an idea of what Kelly was just talking about when it comes oh. to the sewer cat that was rescued by Kelly hey, and her crew. Come So this is Murphy. Yep. And Murphy's a kitten, and you rescued Murphy. It's the one you just saw in the sewer. Oh, oh Murphy, Murphy is Murphy's pretty well known. Yes. Murphy, is Murphy a tuxedo cat? I guess you would say that. Can you jump from that high, buddy? Do you want to oh, come over look here? At that little sweetheart. So he was stuck in a storm drain for I guess two days. Oh. Um, they had, and 
to Murphy's Bar and Grill, they were relentless in trying to save this kitten. They were trying everything that they could, um, but it was like a storm pipe. I don't think it was a necessarily a, a sewer drain. It smelled like a sewer drain. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you saw in the beginning of the video, some of that stuff uh, floating around down there was not very pretty. Yeah. They had even called the police. Hang on. Oh. And they came out. Nobody could get to this cat because it was so far down and it was in between. It was in this big, 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 long <laughs> pipe that nobody could fit in. And so they were. So there were some customers eating at Murphy's. And they overheard the waiters talk about, oh, my God, this cat's been trapped for two days. We can't get anybody to come and get it or or nobody can get to it, blah, blah, blah. And the customer was like, hey, you need to call Kelly Mano at Smelly Cat Rescue. She will get this cat out. Um, And they actually called um, one of our other girls, Jen, and she started the whole thing. We had that manhole cover off and had that cat out of the sewer in like an hour and a half. Damn. That's how fast you take care of things. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just climb down and get it. Like, what? (laughs) I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Just go get it. Yeah. You know what? It was probably men that were in charge, right? Of course. Of course. They couldn't even get the manhole cover off. Because, until, wow. yeah. because man, a man screws things up mm-hmm. and a woman gets things done. Of yeah. course. Of we course, know course they do. Donna says, Kelly, you're a busy woman. How do you have time to take care of these kitties on top of everything else? I don't. I don't have time, but I, I just make time. I've always been a huge animal lover. Mm-hmm. Um, I rescued my first cat when I was like in fourth grade and put it in my backpack and took it to school with me. So I have always been a giant animal lover. I've always liked animals more than people. Um, and my friend Samara and I, like I said, we've always talked about starting <laughs> our own rescue. Um, and so we went ahead and just uh, you know, did it. So what are we going to do with these three kitties? Are you wanting to try to find them home? They are all up for adoption. So we have three kitties in here. We have Ken, Barbie, and Murphy Cat. Murphy is (laughs) a sewer cat. He's the one down here whining and crying. But his whining and crying got him saved. I mean, had he not screamed for his life for two days, we would have never known he was down there. So he likes to talk a lot? Yes. And I can hear he's, come here. So Murphy likes to talk a lot. Ken and Barbie. What are the Ken and Barbie cats? What do so they look Ken like? Ken and Barbie is Who's a, a big. That's um, Barbie. Oh, look at Barbie. And then right. Ken is a big, fat, friendly orange tabby. And orange tabby cats are notorious for being the friendliest cats in yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly how Ken is. Um, like he purrs so loud, it sounds like a race car. <laughs> oh, Barbie is the sweetheart. Barbie, would you like? Vic, to do you so, have any cats? No. Here's the thing. I love cats, mm-hmm. and uh, I've always I, I had a cat uh-huh. uh, when my ex wife and I were married. We had kid, and we, she didn't show back up. But her name was Lily, and she was an amazing cat. Um, I think something might have got her when she got out. But I love Aww. cats. I would have an animal, and even a cat if I was. But there's many days where I'm I'm not even home. I would not. Oh, oh look at that cute. sweet baby. Look at this oh, sweet little baby. Murphy we hear the. A, oh, hi, Murphy. Can you yes, raise baby. Murphy up to the up high? Oh, there. Uh, now we see Murphy. Oh, Murphy is a doll. Look at Murphy's video shots. Murphy's so a So this superstar. is Murphy who like, literally screamed for his life. But Vic, I really do think that you need another cat. because I, I, I will get one. Cat. It just right now is not the time for me, unfortunately. It is the time. Well, it's always no. the time. So let me explain. I can't, even, I can't even afford myself. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> We you can the cat can just eat whatever you eat. Oh my goodness! Especially cats. if you get like an like an older lazy cat that doesn't mm-hmm. need like a ton of interaction. Because I'm like you, you know, I'm on the go all the time. Me too. But uh, there's Ken. Yeah. He's on the little uh, the little yeah. Look at Ken. There's little Ken. The little uh-huh. um, kitten cam. But the thing is, I guess you just make time you for the things time. that are important can, to you. How can people contact you? Uh, if they're interested in adopting one of these three cute kitties or to get more information. So just go to smellycatrescue.org. 
It's smelly that easy. cat mm-hmm. rescue. Do- is, and, is smelly like smelly? Smelly cat, smelly cat. cat. What are they feeding you? It's from friends. friends. And yes. and that's what we do. We we rescue smelly cats. We re- we rescue the discarded ones, the the ones in sewers, the ones that nobody wants, the ones that are stinky. Um, and we take those smelly cats and we make them amazing pets. And yeah, if you go to smellycatrescue.org, love it. You can apply to adopt any three of these. And also, if I could just say real quick. Um, we are a smaller rescue. We don't have a big building. We are completely foster based and we are always needing fosters. Um, fostering a kitten is so much easier than you think. We yes. give you everything, including like a big kennel to keep them in when you're not home. They don't have to have free range in your house. They don't have to interact with your big dogs that don't like cats. There's so many ways to do this. And especially with winter coming, you know, when our fosters are full, we're full. So if we have 10 fosters and they're all 10 full and somebody calls on a, a night where it's icing and snowing and there's this little kitten outside and it's 20 degrees i don't know what they want us to do because we're full you know it's like we can't just we can't over overuse our our abuse our fosters and stick them with more than they can handle so if you go to smellycatrescue.org if you're interested in fostering fill out the foster form somebody will call you and just chat with you about it you're not signing your name in blood by filling out the form (laughs) okay it just says hey i'm interested in fostering oh my god look you got oh my goodness I am so in love with these. I feel, David Sparks is Lizzie's husband. She chi- he chimed in on our our live chat and said, "Lizzie, don't burn no." I have two rescue kitties and yeah. I have two dogs and I used to have three dogs. Oh my God. I'd, you got four pets. I do. Oh I do. God. And I'd have more if the dog catcher people didn't keep calling me. But you know what? I bet. Did you hear the story, Kelly? No. Okay, her neighbors so called the called the dog police on her. Twice. On your dogs? Twice. I have a German shepherd uh-huh. and they're just afraid of her. And so they just call on her because they they think we're either they just make up stories that we're either neglectful or the dog is scary or whatever. But then the dog catcher comes out and the dog catcher will probably not ever come out anymore because they've already come out twice. And they'll be like, oh, this house, the lady that's like loves animals. And then they'll say, "Okay, well, you're over the limit of having too many animals in your house because my area only can have three. But then they're like, Mm -hmm. good for you. Good for you. <laughs> they don't take my doggies away. And then in this last time, the dog catcher person even pointed to the person who called and basically called him a big bad meanie. Oh so first ru- first rule of the Mano House is we don't talk about how many animals are in the Mano House. Right. I, I understand that. that right. <laughs> we, I don't ever talk about... <laughs> I just like to keep people guessing. Yes, I think that's smart. I probably should do that too and say, I don't know how many uh-huh. animals. I don't know how many animals. So if you guys know of anybody else that may be interested or would be a great home for one, two, or three of mm-hmm. these kitties, uh, let us know. Like, subscribe, share our show with them too right now. And let them know they can go to smellycatrescue.org, smellycatrescue.org. Just one of the fun, entertaining, and loving things that Kelly Mano is doing to yeah. take care of of issues that we have one of the one of my kids friends were like oh have you ever been to the mano house they have free range kittens the way they have like free range, free range chicken yeah. <laughs> free range. I love they're it. like I anytime love you go there there's just like kittens everywhere i love it I love they it. are cute as can be look they at him are. climbing up my leg because he wants me to hold it i think the, so the cancel cute. this kitty cam is pretty popular i i like the cancel kitty cam especially with the toy i was just he like ken was putting on a little show so yeah, if we were allowed to have animals in strategic care services all the time, we'd have a cancel this kitty that we could keep here. That would be amazing. And that have the cancel great. this cam, but we're not allowed to have animals. Look at Ken over there running around, jumping on the walls. They're so fun. Cats yeah. have always gotten a bad rap, and I they don't have, get the, why. They're, they're awesome. I, I love it. I don't get it at I all. I love it. I would love to have a kitty 
here. <laughs> I would even take care of it. There's Ken. Is that Ken I, on that's command? That's Ken right there. There's Ken. On command. Ken. Going up the... Ken is very handsome. And you're right. Um, we have had... And it was named Nerdy years ago growing up. A cat of that exact color. And they're the friendliest, oh. sweetest. And then you add to the top of it, it's a male cat. Oh, my gosh. And they're don't the get, best. And don't get... I'm just asking this out of necessity. Is, is, is Ken neutered or so not yet but obviously we're a rescue so all of our animals are, are spayed and neutered um when they go to their homes ken's got his appointment it's probably like next week i'm not sure okay um but and it, it appears to me that they are not declawed oh no you can't declaw exactly you That's what cannot I, we, we make our adopter sign a contract that says they will not but declaw. you know some people do which is why i had to bring it up well what's funny is i don't know where they're even finding people to do it because most vets will okay. not do it it's so barbaric it is i i'm with you i agree it is barbaric and it causes litter box issues so a lot of times people are like well i've got this cat that i want to you know relinquish it's, it's peeing everywhere and i'm like well you took out all its claws and you took out it, it just you took away its nature and it doesn't like you know digging through litter when they've got open wounds at the end of their you know paws yeah it's just about the the most horrible thing you can do to it to an animal that and then the ones who just like chop off dogs tails for no reason i don't i'm in rescue so i'm gonna judge all (laughs) kinds of stuff right you can you can yeah Uh, but but yeah so thank you for letting me bring them in of course and they're gonna be joint they're enjoying themselves now they're racing around doing their thing you'll see the cancel the cancel this kitty cam that's going on it's awesome it's and uh kelly mano's in-house right now and kelly we got to talk about this right out of the gate you had your kiss concert and by the way you can find all of kelly's stuff on uh social media kelly mano she's on tiktok instagram facebook you can find her everywhere okay so the concert was what wednesday night concert was yeah wednesday night and tell, remind everybody why you were at the kiss concert so i work in social media i'm a content creator and i promote a lot of brands and, and stuff like that and then i got a, an email one day that said kiss wants to work with you and i thought they meant the fingernail company because there's there's kiss <laughs> press on fingernails and i'm like oh my god that's fantastic i love that fingernail company and then i read further and i'm like oh my god it's the band and so live nation hired me to do a promotion for them coming in concert because no matter how big you are, like you could be Michael Jackson return from the dead. If he's going to return from the dead and do a concert, you have to promote it. You have to tell people you're coming. It doesn't matter how big you are. And, 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 you know, back in the day, radio and TV was kind of the, the place to go. But now with social media influencers and, you know, the bullseye demographic that I have, it's like, why would they cast this wide net and, and pay for all these TV spots when they could hire me who has, you know, who has just, I'm right on the bullseye of their entire target demographic. So, yeah. So I did some promotion for them. And with it came this VIP experience. Well, we're going to play some I of the videos. Yeah. And so J- Projo is going to pop up the first video. We got three videos that you had. And if people wanted, I mean, you've got more videos that you that I you took had. so many videos at night. Like all of our phones were dead. And look they how were, happy you look. Well, I'm, yeah. Like, Kelly, I'm, that is pure joy on that face. I didn't realize how in-depth it was going to be. I knew I was going to meet the band. I knew something about a stage tour, but, mm-hmm. but I didn't really pay a ton of attention. And then when I got there, I was like, I just don't believe this. So this is this is when we first got this there. Kiss in St. Louis at Enterprise, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. All right, so we are on the stage at the Kiss concert. This is Gene Simmons' microphone that he was just sound checking with. It's a little tall for me. <laughs> you think? That is Gene Simmons' uh, vitamin water. All right, so on the KISS stage, everything that is pyro is outlined in orange. 
so that you don't get caught on fire. Also here is the marker so they remember what city they're in. And there is your set list. What is it right there? That's oh his gosh. blood. No. Watch this. What does it taste like? There's only one way to find out. There's only oh, one way to find out. You're gonna shut your mouth. No, I'm trying. Taste his blood. Three, uh, here, I'll get you. Two. You're all gonna die though. <laughs> it's kind of sweet. Don't taste it's kind of plasticky. So that's all of their guitars that we got to hold. You're going to see in a minute. Jimmy actually got to play one of them because he's a guitar player. Um, they have guitars bigger than you, Kelly. Oh, it's huge. So he's playing Paul Stanley's guitar. There's uh, Gene Simmons' boots. Those will be on his feet in a minute on stage. Uh, those boots are the most incredible thing ever. They are, I have no idea how there have not been more accidents in those because I grew up, <laughs> I grew up in the platform era, the Spice Girls, right? I was in platform shoes drunk on the landing for like five years straight in the 90s oh my God, that's and I can wear a platform shoe and I put on Jean's shoe and Lucy put on Paul's shoe and oh my God, how do they walk in those? Not only that, but like, and they're, they're older you know, like the whole time when they were on stage, I'm like, oh, God, he's going to twist an ankle. Like, <laughs> Okay, I can't believe you tasted the blood. concoction blood. So somebody makes his blood and it has it sitting there ready for him? So under the stage, there's there's what they call Gene's World. And it is like a little, it's a little tent under the stage that's just for Gene. And it's got um, his makeup, his fake blood. It's got his... Um, his sword that they put in kerosene, the stuff that he, you know, lights his face on fire with, or, or breathes fire. <laughs> Same thing. Not really, but... Uh, <laughs> Do, are, so people have backstage passes, right? This was way more than a backstage pass, but yes. Most backstage passes, you don't get to do... The, we got to tour you, the entire stage. Yeah, it's like you were everywhere. Okay, we got a, we got two more videos we wanted yeah, to this show. Yeah, is, this is during soundcheck, and I just could not believe how close we were because they told us that we were going to be in the front row we were not in the front row so the there was a front row and there was a barricade and then there was security and then there was us and just bellied up to the stage it was just incredible all right here it is <laughs> what do you want to hear plaster caster okay <laughs> So this is sound check. Sound check. Oh, Jean threw my daughter a pick, and then Eric <laughs> gave her his drumsticks. That is exciting. Oh, so, that's oh, really cool. Fun. So she was in half. So yeah, the sound check is what really, because I just wasn't expecting it. And they just come walking out, you know, at four o'clock, get in front of the mic. Say There were other people that had like VIP passes that they, um, that they were at the sound check too. But it was just incredible to see them. I mean, I don't know. I just felt so much love for Jeannie. He was like, he was like my grandpa up there. You know, yeah. I just loved him. Oh, Damn, that, is, that awesome. is so insane. And you have a third video that you sent to us as well that we'd like to play. The like third one is, is during the concert. So basically, they kept us backstage until it was time to do the show. Like literally, Kiss From was like going. From like four to seven? 
Oh or... yeah, because we were back. We like we were hanging out with the band. Like Tommy was back there, like eating soup and like wandering around, and like wow. th- th- it was just such a laid back atmosphere. And then they brought us out to go up in the front, and you're going to see a guy in the corner. Um, of the video and the best advice he ever gave me he's like have you ever been this close to like a kiss show and i'm like no because i mean i can't even, i could have just climbed up on the stage there was nothing between us and the stage and he's like i have some advice for you when i cover my ears you cover your ears and i'm like <laughs> got it got it all right we'll check it out right now here we go coming out from behind the stage oh wow He's the one who told me to cover my ears. Here comes the, the, oh yeah! yeah. And there's us with. Oh, what a great picture too! Yeah, well, we'll have the front That's picture soon because awesome. that they had like a professional photographer. But yeah, I mean, like we were belly up to the stage. Had I been a crazy person, I could have just climbed on the stage. You could have just gone up. Yes. So did you talk with and or meet members of the band as well? Because you were taking pictures with them. I was curious. Oh, yeah. No, they were amazing. I mean, like the whole time they were interacting with us, like Gene loved my daughter, my 16-year-old daughter. He was having so much fun with her. Um, and then at one point he came and like spit half a bottle of water like directly on her head. Um, <laughs> and she was she was thrilled. I bet she was. I kept backing up. Like when yeah. when, when Gene came out in, in the makeup, uh, he went from being like my sweet grandpa to like I was just terrified of him because he would lean down and get like right in your face and we were in the front row and he's got the scary look now and he's got blood coming out of his mouth and he's a very wet individual. Um, <laughs> very wet. <laughs> there was sweat. There was drool. There was oh. every time he would like shake his head like water would like fly off of him yeah. and I knew that he did the thing where he spit on people a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had absolutely zero interest in being spit on. I'm sure. I wouldn't want to be zero interest either and, and so at one point you see him like spit in a towel and he throws it out in the crowd i was ducking i'm like do, do not let that thing that. come near me yes and also yes. i had on a white sweater and i'm like i'm not getting blood on this tonight so i would not stand up close because uh-huh. gene was terrifying me yeah he I was terrifying did you get a chance to uh talk with people when you left or do you, i mean because they hired you to do this and promote the band um so i have not um I just I'm gonna email them my videos that I took and stuff like that. But I mean, it seemed to be like a great partnership. So this is terrific that coverage. Is so fun. I mean, this is really damn good coverage. I mean, it's got. it's like uh, just boots on the ground, like somebody showing yeah. you like this is what because the concert's still going on till December. Um, and man, those guys are amazing. And when they came out without their makeup, like especially Paul and Gene. 
like they just look fantastic. Mm-hmm. They look fantastic. Their skin looks fantastic. Their hair looks fantastic. Um, and it looks like they still have energy. Oh yeah, no, I mean, they, these guys are in their seventies. Seriously, I was. You would never guess that. <laughs> and and I mean, so many damn. bands, so many bands don't age gracefully. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they and they try to do. They try to change who they are and then all this plastic surgery. I'm not saying those guys have never had plastic surgery. I'm just saying like whatever they've done, they've kept it realistic because they're just still the same band. And I think that because they've stayed true to who they are, it's very forgiving to their fans. I don't think the fans care if they're old or walk slower, you know, but they're still. Yeah, they don't. No, they don't because it's they're just still being them. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. It was just to be that close to have Gene Simmons just standing right in front of me, just staring at us. It was just neat. Yeah, it was a very overwhelming experience, especially for me. And you'd never been to a Kiss concert before. No, no. Uh, you know, I was honest that I'm younger in the Gen X era in that um, I was not like some kind of huge Kiss fan growing mm-hmm. up. But my mm-hmm. God, I know I know who they are and I know that their do impact. Th- were you able to teach Gen Z about this, do you think? Because a lot I of what you so. do on social media is focused around Gen X and Gen Z trying to figure out the life that a lot of us lived. Yeah. Yes, uh, I, I Which think included so. Kiss. <laughs> it did. Um, you know, I'm obviously we're really good at, at teaching our daughter uh, Lucy um, who came with us you know about old music and I, I kind of it's really like up to the parents you know mm-hmm. to introduce their kids to that but then also as much as old people want to hate on TikTok that is where kids learn this yeah. old music yes it, like something will become viral recently a Stevie Nicks clip went viral um, singing to what's this face and her band and like all of these people were like Oh my God, Stevie Nicks was the original Taylor Swift, like writing songs about Truth. about heartbreak. And, yeah. you know, so now all the kids know who Stevie Nicks is. So don't hate on TikTok too much because your kids are learning so much from there. Correct. And they need to learn about that music because it was mm-hmm. good. It was really, really good. Oh, and I have also a little, so there is a, so a couple things that, and maybe diehard Kiss fans already know this, but the guys all do their own makeup. They don't have a makeup artist. They all do oh, their wow. own makeup, but then they have a makeup tent underneath where they come and, and there's somebody that'll touch them up. Throughout the show. Mm-hmm. And then Gene. I do my own makeup too, You Kelly. do your own. Oh, it yeah. looks beautiful yeah, today. Beautiful too. Uh, the, so Gene <laughs> has a real problem with people in the audience texting. Um, and they oh. said, hey. Oh. They said, look, you're going to be in the front row. Yeah. If Gene, first of all, he said, Gene does not care if you're holding your phone and taking photos and videos. He's fine with that. If you are looking down at your phone, you are going to get wet and you'll be oh, lucky if it's bad. water. <laughs> and I said, okay, got it. And, uh, you know, so we definitely stayed off of our phones, but that was one thing that they said that drives Gene crazy and he'll call people out is if they're texting during the show. And I get that 100%. Yeah, I can't do that. 100%. <laughs> what was that picture that popped up? That was funny. They said Paul doesn't care about, oh my goodness, oh stop. <laughs> that, that is was, funny. That was Greg's contribution. Oh yeah, of course, that's Greg. That is of not course. what they look Paul Stanley looks beautiful. Mm. He's a good looking I didn't realize how kind of feminine he was. Yes. Oh my God. He, his, yes. His outfit, with his bedazzled pants, I was like, oh my God, I want those pants so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, like just his skin and, and his hair and his wig and the way he yeah. moves and, you know. Yeah, but, he, he's pretty. Yeah. That's for sure. He's very, very pretty. Well, you did an awesome job. We appreciate that. Thank you. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. It uh, was a big blessing. Um, speaking of pretty, too, um, 
I wanted. To, I got a couple pictures for it. it. Made me think about you this week. Uh oh. Um, yeah, because I saw you post something, and I'm like, oh, it took me back to a conversation that we had recently with you on the show. When it comes to one of the loves in your life, and something that you have become a big fan of, and Kelly's looking around, going, oh my I'm like, God. I don't like anything. So like, <laughs> oh, I, I, think you, I think you like that. <laughs> oh my God, I love him. <laughs> God, did uh, I discover him at the right time or what? For our I listeners, I have put up pictures of Nick Bosa, defensive tackle for the San Francisco 49ers, and current underwear model for Kim Kardashian's newest line. Balls. God bless Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and, and you know what, Kelly? I think that you could. And we're showing pictures of, of, of Nick. <laughs> now, I became aware of this brand because of you. Mm-hmm. Balls. And if I wear something like that, then I could look like Nick or Joe and Nick Bosa. I mean, I've got photography skills. We could do a photo shoot. Uh, yeah. I, that would be great. <laughs> that would be funny. I mean, but Kim Kardashian is out there doing the Lord's work. I mean, she really the is. The Lord's work. Yes. The Lord's work. Of uh-huh. all the people to hire for, for this for this campaign. Well, I didn't think he was a model. And He's He just kind of got found walking around on a field by you. I'm telling you, it's the next big thing because I was, there can be one video that goes viral and then you are just the new name because there's a video of him jogging on the the field to go give his mom a hug. Uh, and that, that video alone got like 10 million views and that was just- Holy the, crap. Yeah. Wow. Th- that's the video that made everyone fall in love with him. And because- the algorithm will reward you with things that they think you want to see. If you're constantly searching up cats, they're going to show you cat videos. Well, I had been searching a lot of Travis Kelsey um, because Mm -hmm. of Taylor Swift. And so all of a sudden, these football videos started popping up on my For You page, and I would skip past most of them. You can pop them back up, Joe. I'm not... I think our numbers were higher. Vic wants to look at them. Just leave them up. I know how difficult it is to look like that. Here's and I didn't play pro. I played college football, and I never got to that level. But, here's the thing. And that guy weighs 280 pounds, by the way, looking like that. Men have, straight men have a non-sexual look crush. look like that? Well, I was just saying, like, obviously gay men <laughs> like him, but also it's but okay. straight guy, and I like him. I know. That's like, there were, yeah, people were like, how could you not like him? In the comments, you're like, There's dude, nothing not to like. you have me questioning it. my sexuality right now because... <laughs> And he goes, he's got a nickname, which is like Little Bear or like Small Bear, because I guess his brother is like the Big Bear. bear. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So there was that one video of him hugging his mom. And then I was Uh. like, who is this man? So then I started looking him up and I was like, oh, okay, now I'm obsessed. And so I started sharing videos of him. And every time I share videos, people are like, oh my God, thank you so much. Yes. Yes. That just brightens your day. And Maybe, then to think that he's hugging oh, mama. Every time you come oh in, we'll just, ha- we'll just have a still of him on the page. Yeah, he's my screensaver on my phone. I took off my of kids. Of course he is. Yes. I took off my and, kids. And you know what? People are upset with the closed captioning. If you're looking on the computer, you don't have it. But if you're looking on your phone yeah. and the closed caption, people are a little upset because it goes right off of his lower region and people can't see it. Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, it just yeah. You, you just lost. That's your screensaver. That's that oh, is, I like, love like, it. You I like love kids. It. I love my three kids, but you know what? You've been on you my know, phone for a long time. Now it's time for mom to have yeah. somebody else on there. They were getting on my nerves, and I was like, you know what? I need a little energy yeah, in the morning. Yeah, a little, little pick, little me, pick up. me up. I actually, yeah. honest to God, I look at that picture and it makes me want to work out. I swear to God, like it, there like you go. Yeah, it just motivates me because yeah. that makes two of us. Yeah, and, and so he, and if you guys have ever heard him talk. 
Oh I, my god! I really haven't. I haven't heard. watched him play a lot of I football. I put together an entire video of him talking. He talks at the cadence of like a turtle. He okay, and he's got like. <laughs> Does it sound hot though? No, not at all. It sounds, sounds like he's like got the IQ of a seven. Like he, oh. it's like it's like he's a Muppet combined with a turtle. What a was Muppet the movie? Combined with what's a turtle. The, what's the movie when Chris Rock's in it and Adam Sandler? They all go grown ups. Grown ups. And the women are at the pool and they see the hot dude walk over across <sighs> the pool in this body and he yeah. walks in and he's like, hey ladies. <laughs> I, and then they all start busting up laughing. Yeah, I don't know. Person. I don't know if Joe has access to TikTok or not um, on his computer, but if you look on TikTok and you look up Nick Bosa mic'd up, um, it is it is a thing of beauty. I mean, because he's like sitting on the, the, the bench. He's like, I just really want to sack the quarterback, but it's, he goes, it's harder than it looks. And then he goes out there, he sacks a quarterback and he goes, that's a saccharoonie baby. Like he's, <laughs> there is nothing sexy about the way he talks, which makes it just all the more better. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He doesn't have to talk. Yeah. Like he went up to one of his teammates. He's like, you're really a heat seeking missile. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I just sent it to you, okay? Yeah, so it's just like a miracle. Yeah, and the, the best one is they're, they're all in the huddle, and the guy's it's like... Oh. The guy's like, when that ball gets loose, we got to swarm, we got to swarm, we're going to war. And then like they're all like... Grr! And then Nick Bosa goes, I can't agree more. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So but, I really think he's the next big deal. Like, I really yeah, think... I that, think you're right. What, you mean like Hollywood star? Like The Rock? I think he's the, the next big... a little football, then he became a WWE wrestler, and then he was able to put it... At, now he's the most... I just He's think, the highest paid actor in Hollywood. I think he's not... An, there's no way that man can act, because he can barely probably read, but he, he can... Sylvester Stallone. I think he's going to be the next big football star as far as endorsements go. I can um, you know, most of yeah. the time it's the quarterbacks that get all... Okay. all who all the you, stuff. Who would you rather look at, Travis Kelsey or Nick Bosa? Nick Bosa all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what something about those big thick thighs. Big thick thighs, mm-hmm. big baby. thick guys. Dude, they could crush a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say okay. crush a watermelon. on in my ring. Go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Evo! I don't know if this is the right video. Nice out. Oh, I can tell in a minute. I don't know where that is. Evo! Go, baby. I need another one of those. Yeah. Yeah! Let's go, Jimmy! Evo! Oh, here it comes, I think. Rookie, let's go! Become a man tonight! A lot of 97s in here. <laughs> let's go! Let's go, offense! Score! Touchdown! So mean! You're so mean. thinking about sack, I got one. That's a saccharoni, baby. Eight minutes to satisfy our hunger for sack. <laughs> what the? Ah! Ah! time. Please give me some water. Thanks, buddy. True friend. He just talks about hey, the buddy. most bizarre things. Yeah. That's 
Yeah, you'll have to find the one. You you can find it anywhere. People look it up where he's like, I just want to sack the quarterback. And he like, <laughs> and then the guy next to him just looks at me and goes, it's harder than it looks. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, and now, and is. yeah. So where is the nearest mm. place that he will come play that I could go see him? Kansas City? Kansas City. Um, well, no, not necessarily. I'm looking up the schedule right now. Um and we have to get a, you know, that's what we'll have to do. We'll have to get a graphic up with their schedule, his underwear ad, and your picture. Well, I need, honestly, Vic, yeah. I, I need yeah. you to hang out with me for one football game. I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. I've been texting him all these questions. I'm like, why do they wear this helmet? Why do they not a give... A soft helmet. Why do they not give Nick Bosa the ball? Why... <laughs> why do they not always give him the ball? I'm like, what is the name of the fat guy line? And he, the fat guy line. He's like, there's no fat guys in the NFL. I'm like, well... Well, there are some. some. Yeah, there are some. There heavier than others well looking at the schedule and where we are right now because you could really have some fun with this okay the 49ers Mm -hmm. are playing yeah let's see here uh now san francisco this week uh remember i don't fly i know yeah jacksonville i don't that's week 10 i don't know if you want to do that tampa bay that's at tampa or i mean that's a home seattle's far away at philadelphia seattle Arizona at Arizona. Oh, my best friend's in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona sounds like a good um at Washington at Vegas. But Vegas will be fun. I could go see the night at play. Vegas. I'm not telling you other home games that are in San Francisco. I'm trying yeah. to get somewhere close. And that's it. It would have to be the playoffs. And okay. they would not play Kansas City in the playoffs because they're in the NFC. And they're the AFC? Yes. The only other team that they might play they could get close that could make the playoffs in the general vicinity is like a seven and a half eight hour drive and that could be detroit maybe i'll just stalk him i mean that's probably yeah. easier. that sounds like fun that, i mean that sounds yeah. like, like so much easier like yeah. my stalking skills are like ninja level expert so good i could always just do that yeah, I no, like that th- idea. It, it could happen. By the way, this is canceled. This cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Kelly Mano in the house. She comes in every other Friday. Uh, Projo taking care of business. We've also got our kitty cam for anybody joining the show or wanting to know what's going on with that. We have three kitties that are running around the studio. That's Ken. well, one of them is falling asleep in my arm. I know. Oh, and are oh. you sure you don't want to keep Murphy? Oh my He's God, in look love at Murphy. With you, you rest. Uh, so I'm 100 sure I won't keep him. So the, the, you know, there. I always talk to people about how like I'm not an animal lover i am an animal advocate i am here to make the world a better place for them so yes it is very hard to not keep them and you know when somebody says oh i would foster but i wouldn't want to give them up well what you're saying is that you would rather them stay in their crappy situation Mm -hmm. than open their home to you and you be sad for a day or two when you give them up it's like come on people smellycatrescue.org smellycatrescue.org by the way sheila i was looking at the comments uh and we are live cast and of course we appreciate it and we make our show about the people everything whether it's hardcore politics whether it's fun whether it's business in our interviews and we just want to remind everybody that we appreciate your comments Shilly goes guys you got to ask kelly about using the lift at her house we did a whole show on, on kelly and funny. her lift in regards to the video she had now she proved to us that day that yes. she that men that I don't need men. She doesn't yes. need men. And that men can make things more difficult than what they need to be. Way more difficult. So yeah. there was a, a piece of my roof that was falling off. And it's second story. It's up high. I couldn't get to it. And I don't, I'm like, going to call out a roofer. That's going to be at least three or $400. I'm like, I could just get up there and bang <laughs> that thing back into place. I contemplated going up on the roof and hanging over the side. 
And I was like, well, you know, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. And I asked online for people to tell me what they would do. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, you know, you can just rent stuff. You can rent full industrial equipment. And I'm like, what? Surely they they would make you like have a license or something. Oh, no. They brought me a 50-foot bucket lift and set it in my driveway. I fixed my own roof. And then I drove that thing around my house over and over again. I was like cleaning the windows and replacing screens. I was trimming my trees. I missed that bucket lift every day. It, that bucket lift gave me power. And then the other day I rented um, like an aerator for my yard because I'd never done that. And I'm really trying to, especially being... <laughs> aerators are awesome. Right. They're well, especially fun. being like single now, you know, it's like I really got to take care of all this stuff in the house. And I rented a ride behind aerator and I am just, just aerating my yard, having a great time, not realizing that I turned my invisible underground fence into spaghetti. Uh uh-huh and i'm like so this it's part of the learning process you learn as you go exactly i didn't think about the fact that my my underground fence was being chopped in half (sighs) (laughs) i know the guy's going to be coming out to fix it and he's going to be like okay where's the break and i'm going to be like well probably everywhere (laughs) i but i want to give you credit while you're being self-deprecating right now yeah because recently you lost 30 pounds yes i did and you have several companies that try to use you to market their items you turn down a lot you only do things that you want to do well when i go to your site to look for the lift all i can find you are is in sexy bras. Oh crap! Don't look at that. I'm, I'm, we're, <laughs> sexy we're bras. Playing, we're playing. You're playing it. Oh Jesus! You put this out there for everybody because I got paid. <laughs> I think. No, but here's the thing, though. You lost thirty pounds. Yeah. And you were like, "I'm going to do this," and you did it. Yeah. And congratulations. It's hard. Yeah. Especially when you get to be as old as you are. It's very hard. And I, I had lost. <laughs> you missed my She's joke. so old. Oh, well, I'm not that old. I was trying to mess with you. So yeah, I don't. I yeah. But look I'm at you, you look great, and this helps the company. Are they still paying it you? Does, oh, yeah, they hired me again, so y'all are going to see me in my boot and my bra Here, again. Here's Kelly modeling. Yeah. Oh, my God, Becky, look at her bra. To say my bra and underwear drawer <laughs> needed a refresher is like the understatement of the year. So, so this is the Parade Luminous Lace Bra. It comes in several colors. They've got the matching underwear to go with them. This entire set was $26. I didn't know you could combine a bra and a disco ball, but here Parade is doing it. When I tell you the second I opened it, this is what I did. It's, it's like having your own disco party. <laughs> oh, wait, watch, I'm gonna shake them. God. Oh the mirror ball bralette, nice and smooth all the way around. Last time I checked, it was on sale big okay, time. So that's go enough. now. That, that when I saw they had this pink cheetah print, shut up and take my mind. Listen to the sound of this thick band. That is where you are going to get your support from. Last time I showed you guys my parade bras on the internet, you sold them all out, so I don't expect these to last long. Check out the link in my bio. Use the code KellyM25 for 25% off your already super affordable bras. So my God. Not only do you look amazing, those bras do look great. They do. And and, and when they came to me and said, you know, we want you to, we, we want this deal with you, it was the highest paid deal I had had so far so I needed to talk to my kids and I'm like hey kids who are teenagers and at a very vulnerable age and and everybody in their whole entire school knows who mom is right um I might have to do this bra commercial Mm -hmm. and they were surprisingly Mm -hmm. fine with it um and so 
I've done, let's see, two Sheila's, with them. Sheila says the bra was great. I bought two. Lisa says, damn, you look good. Maybe I need to get some of these bras. No, those bras look great. They're for big busted yeah. people. So I did turn down trying on the underwear, though. That was one of the things that I had to stipulate was that, you know, because a lot of the creators will try on the bra and underwear together yeah. and show yeah. people. And I'm like, I can't, because I'm already, I don't like present myself as like a sexy person. I'm very much like a tomboy. I don't ever show cleavage. Like, Ever in my mm-hmm. life, ever like I don't even wear tank tops, and so for me to do this, it was very yeah, was a big deal. It was very scary for me because um, I do have big boobs, but a lot of people don't even know it because I, I don't dress that way. And I've got a lot of like guy friends, like like the hockey dads and all this stuff. So now it's to the point where I have to warn them. Like I'll text some of my hockey dad buddies, and I'm like, listen. There's a broad coming out this week. Just stay off my social media for a week. And they're like, got it. <laughs> you yeah, know? Well, don't look. Well, Just Derek look. Pratt from our show, he's Mr. Pool Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he private messaged you because you would follow him. And I said, well, how did you contact her? And he's like, I private messaged her. So I was like, oh, that's the wrong thing because she has shown us men that yeah. private message her. And most are not good. Yeah. If not all. Well, and I can't. I mean, I would. I could show you guys my phone right now. I mean, the, we, no, the notifications that I get... Are, I mean, there's no way I could even read them all. So it's it's almost yeah. like impossible. We, we've we've shown those on the show before too. Have you the, seen my notifications? No, not the notifications. Because I'll sign on and it'll say like you have like thirty thousand new messages, and that's just what? on what? Yeah, you have thirty thousand. Oh yeah, easily. So I have nine hundred and forty-one just message requests. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then whenever, so if I go in, in on in, and that's every platform. Oh wow! Every platform, and it, it really sucks because I used to be at a level um, where I could really connect with people and mm-hmm. and write people back and things like that. And now it's to the point where I feel like I've kind of lost that that communication with some of my followers but it's then impossible I, to get it because yeah, if you get back with one person yeah then you feel like you have to get back with everybody it's difficult it's I, very I'm hard and I, I just always tell people like i am i am not a jerk like i would sit and talk to every single one of you if i could i just can't get through all these and i've also had to stop opening my messages because i get vic pics and you know that i <laughs> vic pics vic pics. i get don't want those i get vic pics um you know, and some nasty stuff. And I just, you know, it's just hard because it's like, you know, for a while I had my kids checking my messages like Lucy mm-hmm. would do it for me. Um, and then if there was anything really important, she'd put it in front of me. Yeah. But then some of the stuff coming in, she's like, Mom, I can't I can't check your, your messages <laughs> I can't anymore. anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. Uh, what are your plans for the weekend? Got a movie tonight to sit home and watch? Uh, so I was watching got- murder shows on Friday nights. So, or do you have a high school football game with Francis Howell? Uh, they do have a game, but it's an away game, right? Uh, it's yes, away. it's away and it's rainy, so I don't know if I'm gonna go. Yeah. They had an amazing game last week that ended with a blocked kick. Yes, it was. Oh my god, Jude James, he's amazing. Um, I was with his daddy last week, two nights before. Yeah, his dad game. plays music. His band came and played the at dirty our dirty mugs. Yeah, they came and played at a, a pep rally. At DD James. Um, but yeah, so my plans this weekend are to do uh, nothing. I mean, I think my kid's got a couple hockey things that I've got to take him to. But mm-hmm. other than that, no, I'm, I'm redoing my bedroom. So I'm still working That's on a lot right. of things in there. That's right. You got to keep us posted on well, that. I've built. Uh, so my goal is that I've built everything in the room. So I've already built. I put together the bed. I put together the vanity and now the desk. And I've got some other things to do. So we'll okay, see you. real quick. You. 
Before we get out of here, once again, can you give all the information on Smelly Cat Rescue in regards to people getting interested and finding a home for these kitties? Yeah, so uh, smellycatrescue.org. We have lots of kittens and cats available for adoption, including the one sleeping in my arms right now, Murphy. Um, he was Sewer Cat. We we take the smelliest unwanted cats that, that you can find, and we turn them into wonderful pets and... Yeah, if you would like to adopt or foster or donate, we have an Amazon wish list as well. Just everything is at smellycatrescue.org or we're also on all major social medias. And real quick, what murder show? Somebody asked a question that for you. Probably Dateline. Mm -hmm. It depends. I go between Dateline and like 2020 because mm -hmm. I'm not good. I can't watch the stuff that has like kids in it or anything like that. I'm really into yeah. like the love triangles. <laughs> Th those are my jam. Those are, good. Those those are, are my jam. If there's a good one. Chad liked to do boats and yeah. when he'd go out sometimes on the water, he he would see Lisa on the dock. So, on the dock. Vic, what are you Lisa doing this weekend? Lisa wearing a wedding ring. <laughs> you, can, you can watch the murder show too. Yeah, it's so I've much. Got I've got football. A, I've got football stuff, taking care of my sons. Yeah. yeah. Lots of fun stuff. I got a Halloween party. Hello, you go to parties still? Um, yeah. Like grown up parties? Yeah. Oh. Every now and then. Oh. Do you, I go to less and less parties. Here's the thing. I, I go to less and go, less. I but used to love parties. Now I don't, I just listen, like smaller I an, intimate groups. I had, yeah. yeah. It's not a massive, I turned down a big one. I've got a smaller one to go to. It's a smaller intimate one. So, and it's by my house. What are you dressing up That'll as? A, that's the, here, I don't, here, here's the thing. Are you going as are like a, a couple? Yes. Is it no. a couple costume? No, it's me by myself. I, I'm by, my, <gasps> here's the thing. But I don't have uh -huh. anything right now. I maybe I've got scrubs because I have another job where I work uh -huh. in hospitals. Pretend to be Doctor Victor. And I make you at this point because I don't have to spend a ton of money. I have scrubs and I've got yeah, there hats, you go. and I could do my own face with makeup. I just bought a brand new inflatable penis costume. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. All right. Are you going to wear it? I was it? getting ready to slow down the show. I think we just... Uh, I think Inflatable we just... Inflatable penis costume. I, I don't know. I just think we erected a new show. <laughs> you so literally the entire basement well, of the Mano house the is like a costume closet. You know, we just... I've got yeah. so many costumes. <laughs> and my sister-in-law was at the store. That she took my, my daughter to the Halloween store to look for a costume and she saw this inflatable penis and she took a photo of it and she sent it to me oh my god and i like i said buy it right now and i will venmo you and so my, my kids saw it. They're like what are you gonna do with this mom i'm like i don't know i have no idea something will come to me but if <laughs> yeah vic if you would like to be an inflatable blown up penis and the great thing about the blow up costumes is nobody can really talk to you a whole lot because you're right you're behind the 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 screen Wait a second. Okay, so what is the penis it, like right What in your does face? it look like? So down by your feet are the giant balls. Like oh the, my the, God. The balls, oh my like God. Come, <laughs> the balls come out like around your knees and your calves. And then the shaft goes straight up into the head above you. And there's like a little clear circle like in the middle of the shaft where you can look out and see people. Your face <laughs> is a penis. It's yeah. It yeah. sounds like a hot dog, and you got arms. Yeah, there you go. It's the most amazing costume ever, oh. and and I whack <laughs> off your penis. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a vagina. <laughs> I thought that was you saying it. It's just I've those said her things. drops. Those okay, her I drops. said things innocently enough, and now yeah. it's kind of funny. I was talking, and about she likes it and balls that you. I do it. like the word balls. I didn't realize how much I liked the oh, word yeah. balls. Yeah, but I do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Vic, are you? Let me think about this. Yeah, because I. I, I have the, I have the penis costume. It's like ready to go. I would love mm. to see you in a penis 
costume mm. because if people I, mm. I I really want to say something. Ah, uh, Donna, that's really funny. Yeah, I can blow it up myself. Ha 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 ha. And then you can literally look at Vic if he's wearing the costume and go, "I always knew." So when Vic you guys go to dick. like grown-up parties, how long do you stay? Are you there all night? What do you do? You just talk to people? Uh, like small talk? Is that what it is? You know what? Yeah, yeah, it is. You know what? I mean, some are some are fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, some are not. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the last one I was at. Uh, do you do like the Irish dip where you're like the there Irish for dip. like five minutes? And well, then... here's the thing. I don't believe in doing the I- the Irish getaway. <gasps> I'm a professional. <laughs> like... I, I don't believe in that. I, I know. I know. But I try. I just feel I have to. I That's why I have to start 30 minutes before. Yeah, I'll say bye to the host, but but the, the, yeah, there you go. The yeah, host. you don't have to say bye to everybody else. No, and I don't want to tell anybody I'm leaving either because people right. always want stuff. Then, like they always, oh. you know, hey, I got this idea for you, or, or I want you to sell my Mary Kay, or nobody wants oh. to just talk to me. They all want to pitch me something. Well, all now the time. because you become so big, yeah, yeah, I can't even go to a football game, like my kids' football game, and people are stopping me, pitching me stuff, and it's but like, really, <sighs> they what do they pitch you? Like, yeah. can you do this on the? Yeah, but the, what the. the they don't understand is that I don't need to pitch anything. I am backed up until January on mm-hmm. on on paid gigs through my management team. So if somebody comes to me and they're like, hey, I sell this organic toothpaste and I want you to try it for free and, and just shout me out on Instagram. If I did that, imagine if two months later, Colgate called me and said, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. we want to use you. The first thing they're going to say is, have you advertised any other toothpaste in the last six months? <laughs> And if I'm like, well, yeah, I, I did this free one for Rhonda Jean because she gave it to I can't just promote right. people's free stuff right. because what that does is it it stops my opportunity of working with a bigger brand. Well, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then the other thing is, like, I don't think people understand how much money there is in social media these days and how expensive it is. Like, I, I couldn't <clears throat> I could not afford myself. Not even a little. Yeah, bit. Exactly. Well, and, and like an- Annette <laughs> is saying on the line, when she gets a friend request from people and all they want to do is sell you something. If mm-hmm. it's already your friend that has a product fine right yeah yes that is kind mm-hmm. of annoying that is i mean you want your friends to like you just because they like you yeah no i i'm a hot i'm a hot box for for like direct sure sales yeah because people just see dollar signs and they're like oh my god if you sold this mm-hmm. mascara and i'm mm-hmm. like i don't want to sell your mascara for you. i am doing you. Uh, you know rather than doing a bunch of small ads i'm doing like two giant ones mm-hmm. a, a month with kiss and with bras that that are like that you, know, you look good in too. Thank by you. The way. But really, like the nationwide companies, I just have to protect because this is how I make my living. Yeah. So you know, people send me things all the time, and I feel terrible that I can't. They don't understand why I can't just promote it. Mm-hmm. Just show it on. Just show it on your Instagram. Just you know. And it's but like, you can't. I you can't. Really can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't hold anything without my management team agreeing to it. So makes sense. I have to have a contract for everything. So we put that word out for Kelly so that people. I do understand. appreciate that because <laughs> I'm. I'm certainly not. Not me. It's just, Most people's hearts are in the right place. They really are. It, I believe that. And this is such a new business and concept and like yeah. the wild, wild west of social media that a lot of people don't understand that. So, so that's why I like to explain mm. it to them. Like, God, because, Sheila, what a great point. Know your worth. You're so, mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. do. And because I always talk about the heartstrings. People get played on heartstrings <sighs> from a political standpoint. You get your heartstrings get played from a personal standpoint, everything in life. So. Yeah. And that's the hard one is I, I always have people, you know, emailing me, we're having this benefit, we're doing this, we're doing that. Can you promote it? And as much as I would love to, mm-hmm. if I did one, I would have to do all of them. Yeah, you would. And well, then I would be like, you're... While we're on the subject. Can we get you to do some drops for cancel this, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do some. Yeah, that'll be a thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Damn, Joe, go to the safe. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. So, I mean, I, I appreciate people letting me explain to them why I can't do these things because it's not that I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I had a guy try to pay me in popcorn like six months oh. ago. Oh, dear God. Popcorn. Yeah. Okay. He's I like, if like you popcorn, represent but... my popcorn company, I'll give you free popcorn for six months. Yeah, well, I've dealt with some of those. Yeah, <laughs> and, and this is why I don't go I'm out in public trade. because I get like right. bombarded with this stuff over and over again. So, well, your mm-hmm. kitties are the best. You're the best, Kelly. We are she grateful for you. Thank you so much yeah. uh, for coming in and spending time with us. As busy as you are, uh, what's your next? Uh, uh, I'm, I guess what's your next massive event? Um, not event. <laughs> right now, I'm doing a lot of content about 1980s uh, Halloween. So if you go to my TikTok, I just oh, yes. made one about what it was like trick or treating in the 80s compared to now. Yes. Um, and some of the spooky stories, like the urban legends of the 90s and stuff like that. So if you're into Halloweeny stuff and you're a Gen X, go check out Kelly Mano on TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. It's well, you're a Metro East girl, me. so there better be something on the gates of hell. Oh my God! You know about the gates of hell? Well, I was a Metro East boy in high school. Oh my- my god <laughs> oh i've my. been to the gates of hell yes oh the my gates god of hell. I've only the metro east gates of hell yes oh, so okay. it's really a thing oh yes yeah it, it oh. very much is a thing so yeah. it, every town has like their little thing i think i right. drank a, a few milwaukee's thing. beast there i was gonna say you probably <laughs> just went out there and got drunk with girls back, or something not back in the day anyway gosh that's crazy kelly we love you thanks again kelly Mano uh-huh. on social media smellycatrescue.org yep smellycatrescue.org uh joe you rock the cancel kitty cam was a success a big hit today mm-hmm um, I, I like that concept, so we'll have to come up with something. Somebody said if you can't have cats in the building because Kevin won't allow it, okay, maybe you can get a parrot. Get a parrot. We so. could ask for a cancel this parrot. Maybe. It could do Lizzie's drops for her. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> My drops. You could get a fish. A cancel this fish. A cancel this fish. Oh, there we go, too. Something else to take care What was that? That was a parrot. Oh. What's her? Balls. Look, can I hear it again? Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a parrot and, and let it listen to nothing but Cartman from South Park. Oh, oh my gosh, that would be hysterical. <laughs> yes. I love Could it. Could you imagine? Yes, that would be great. Guys, for Pro okay. Joe, <laughs> for Terry O'Neill, who came in today and told us about her haunted bed and breakfast that yes, she had yes. as part of our Free For All Paranormal Friday. That was an awesome interview. All the fun we had with Kelly Mano talking about these cute kitties running around. Her behind-the-scenes incredible experience with Kiss and all the content that she provided there. And, of course, Kelly Mano. You can check her out on all of the social media platforms. For Lizzie, who literally rocks. She does so much for us behind the scenes at the show. Grateful for Lizzie. I'm Vic Faust. Guys, have an awesome weekend. We'll... Maybe we can have the penis costume in studio on Tuesday. Hey, Let's do it. It's ready to go. I mean, nobody's Let's even do it. You'd be, you would be breaking it in. No one's even I would worn love it. that because you, you could have the Vic Pick Halloween show. Right. Tune in on Tuesday for Vic's Pick. Yeah. Here we go. Time to blow up the penis. Yeah, We're blow proud. Up your penis. Mm-hmm. Take pictures. Yep. Yep. <laughs> balls. <laughs> Literally <laughs> balls. You make mm-hmm. Joe. You make Pro Joe blush. By the way, a lot. I didn't think I could make Projo blush. It looks like you blush. Is he, are you blushing back there, Joe? Hey, Joe, do you think aware. that Victor should wear the dick pic or the Vic pic? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I do, too. I think we got a few drops from Vic during that. I think we need to do it. Tune in on we the got, Halloween We show. got some drops from Kelly, too. Earlier, yeah. she's like, Vic, I have a penis <laughs> costume. A penis yes. costume. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later.